You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check them out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And, yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer, and there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos, and I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out, the Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth no rocking no motion nothing it is and you know how heavy i breathe i'll be breathing heavy and i'll just be tired and i pull my glass and it's just wobbly all over and i hit the switch bam it's clear it's like being on a tripod guys check them out their technology is off the charts and i'm talking anywhere from you know their rifle scopes to their range finders uh they all introduced the new bdx system guys check them out Support a company that supports your favorite podcast, SigSour.com. Okay, peeps, are you a dipper? Or do you know somebody uses tobacco on a regular basis? Well, we got to let you know about Outlaw. The Outlaw Dip Company is the best tobacco alternative on the planet, being 100% tobacco-free, and it's the safest snuff ever made. Not only... Do they have more flavors and options than any other tobacco company out there? They have many different types of dips. Like the Can of Joe, my personal favorite, is which it's packed with coffee and caffeine, and it helps you get grinding through the day. I mean, it tastes phenomenal, guys. It's my best one I like. Or are you guys a hardcore guy like the likes the Copenhagen or Grizzly, and you like that wintergreen burn? Well, guys... They have that, too. Um, check them out. Give it a try. I mean, it's without all the bad stuff in it. Um, now, they gave me a code to help you cut back on a little cost. GU10. Get 10% off your order. Go to outlawdip.com. Guys, don't be a quitter. Just be an outlaw. Damn, Cody, everybody be liking what we're doing with this Bullhorn app. Yeah, what's not to like, man? You get to text, you get to call in, you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode. Man, we love it. I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app Bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? I love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's kafaro.net. What up, what up, what up? Take two. Been a little technical difficulty. <laughs> Whatever we got to do. Um, guys, we got Tomas running the bullhorn. That's probably the problem. 
nah, right there. I got Tomas around the board. That wasn't me. Um, anyways, we had audio it's issues. It's not the operator. It's the equipment. Uh, now it's, <laughs> I'm coming to work it out. Um, either way, Tomas is running the board. We got Wendell running the cameras. And today's guest, MCF, guys. I just had the privilege going down there, commentating. Got my pop or uh, cherry popped, commentating for the first time. I had a blast doing it. Um, I've heard nothing but good. You, uh, you killed oh, good. it, man. You killed I, it. I, shit. Thank you. Thank you. I feel good about it. You but should. honestly, I really do. Russ Jones, uh, what are you, the CEO of it? What do you, you call like, it? The master president of it? I, I, I founder. Only, I, I, president. President. And we got the matchmaker, Alan Scott. I feel, I feel like being the president of Midwest Championship Fighting is kind of like winning a world title from Midwest Championship Fighting. It's kind of like, eh, really is it a world title? Well, here's the thing. All you got to do is bring in some uh, different uh, country fighters, and now it's a world title. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. that's, it could be a yeah. world title that way. That shit, no. <laughs> we'll have a, I, we're going to have Nebraska titles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Make it regional. You know what I mean? Yep. Here's the thing. Like, um, So I had, I had the privilege to go down to MCF and see it firsthand. And you guys, and you guys know uh, Russ and Alan. I fought there. You know, that's where my whole career started. Dude, we used to follow you. We didn't know each other, but we were following yeah. you to Omaha and Council Bluffs. Yeah, I mean, you got shit, victories, fightings, I mean, everywhere. I mean, Alan, we trained together, for Christ's sake. Um, it, it, like, literally, it just kind of is like a full circle, you know what I mean? And, uh, but I was saying, you know, before everything, um, you know, we had our audio issues. Like, honestly, like, the show that you guys put on, was this last show was called Salute to the Veterans 3, show three for for them. And it was more just recognitioning or recognizing the area uh, vets, right? Uh, they all got in free, which I thought was amazing for you to do that. Uh, and then I kind of caught wind every show that you, you put on, if they're a vet, they get to come in for free. Goddamn, Russ. That's that's something fucking pretty sweet right there. When I first got the idea to have Veterans Day 1, I was thinking, okay, I, I got to do something for veterans. Everybody's doing something for veterans, and I didn't right. serve, and I wanted to do my part. And so I'm like, well, should I give them like a 25% discount or a 50% discount? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something. Like, what a fucking jackass. Now, I, I mean, these guys are out serving our country. The least yeah. I can do is give them a ticket to the show. Right. And so we gave them tickets to the show. Then I decided I got more more coming. First year it was six guys. I had to beg them to come. Uh-huh. Next year is thirty five guys. And then last, what, how many think you? Oh, how many you think, dude? One hundred fifty. I Wendell. I I, think? I mean honestly, I would. I well over a hundred for sure. Yeah, well over a hundred. And I, like I could, like I said. So you guys literally had a fight. You had uh what fourteen fights, thirteen fights on the card. Um. Uh, Amis and professionals, and uh, in between, you know, um, the fights, uh, you guys, you know, did a break and to honor the the vets that were there, right? And to me, I, you know, I heard the title and I knew this is what we uh, were fighting for, and it was salute. And I was like, yeah, it's cool, you know, like that's cool, man. Like, you know, 
out of all people, you know, everybody knows that I love our military. I love anybody that's ever served. I loved our first responders. Like I take my hat off to them. I'll do anything for those guys, right? Like cops, firemen. I don't care. I I respect them all. Um, uh, and when I saw this card, I was like, ah, this is this is fucking cool, you know? Like, uh, it hit different when I actually seen them there. Yeah, it did. And how many there was, and how many people that I knew my whole life. Fuck, that I never even knew they served our country. You know what I mean? And uh, I literally got up when I saw them starting to come, and you, when Mike yelled and said, hey, guys, if you guys can stand up and start making a way to the cage, and I started start seeing from all ages, older women, older, older guys. Um, I mean, these guys look like they could be my grandpa, right, making their way down there. Young kids that graduated younger than me, and, like, I got, like, oh, shit. I got up off my seat, put the headset down, and when they were walking in the cage, I shook everybody's hand, and I wanted to say thank you, right? And there was a few that could barely even walk up to the goddamn cage and the stage, and everybody was helping out. They, the, Their brothers and sisters were helping each. I mean, to me, that was fucking awesome. And, like, um... I literally got emotionally, like, I was doing the whole, like, biting the inside of my lip uh, because it, it was literally something cool to see, and, and, and I felt very honored to be a part of it. That's when it took, it hit me, because it wasn't like, oh, man, this main event, this whole show's about <clears throat> salute to veterans. Cool. Right? It's another fight card for me. You know what I mean? Like, I've been to tons of them, you know, and, but that is what separated the whole show to me. And I thank you for having me involved in it, Russ, but mostly doing that for them. Honestly, that was fucking priceless to me. I think to me, one of the biggest things is, hold on, what the, what the fuck, who the fuck is this guy? What's up, Alan? What's up? I think to me, one of the biggest things for this military part is not just coming to the fights, but we can say that we understand, you know, these problems that people develop in the military, but we can't. You know, we have no idea what it was like for them. We have no idea, you know, what they went through. You know, they can tell stories about, um, you know, uh, basic training and stuff. And we can smile and nod, but we don't really know. And I think the biggest thing was getting them all together, a 100 of them, and letting them talk amongst each other, commiserate with each other, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're watching fights, and the fights were amazing. But being able to have these guys come together, have each other to talk to, and, and you know, if we – it's a mental health issue, I think. Oh, 100, you know? well, hundred percent. We're gonna we're gonna have two hundred and fifty in March, dude, and we're gonna have five hundred next Veterans Day. That place is gonna be fucking packed with veterans because it's a good program. These guys like fights and they like to be together, I, and they I, ought to. I mean, I don't know what American doesn't like fights. Well, there's plenty of them, and <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and, veterans, and <laughs> but like, not only that, but like, have a cocktail, have a drink with their buddies, you know talk to somebody from a different branch. You know what I mean? Like that part was cool to me to see in all the Marines, uh, Navy, Air Force, all of it, just all come together. Um, some of them wearing their hats. Like to me, like that was cool as hell. Like the young kids were wearing the deal, old guys were wearing them. And I was like, just blown away 
on just the amount of uh, the 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 people that were around were showing the respect to him too. You know what I mean? Yeah, guys, nineteen. Our youngest is nineteen, I think, and the oldest is seventy nine. There was a seventy nine year old guy there. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I Pretty remember. Cool. I, yeah, I'm telling you, man, I was I was blown away on that whole thing. Yeah, thank I you. Mean, well, I mean, thank you. We, I mean, we think it's a great thing, and and we we're, we're super, you know, we're blessed to be able to be a part of it. Yeah, it like to me, it is. Uh, you're a part of it, but you guys, you guys are literally doing it because ain't nobody gonna do it but you guys, right? I mean, that's just it. Well. I'm, during this process of getting to know veterans, I call each and every one of them every show. I made 136 calls this last show. And getting to know them, I realized that they just kind of want to be uh, uh, someone to acknowledge them. Yeah. And I've learned that a lot of people, everybody supports vets, but it's all lip service. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Oh, 100%. It's all lip service. 100%. And so we're lucky enough to have a, to be in a position that we can give something. It's not much, but, but it's everything we got. Oh, it, to me, it was everything. To yeah. me, to me. Well, we appreciate that. I mean, to it, me, it was everything because uh, just seeing, you know, I like my dad was sick and uh, I wanted my dad to be there so bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Luke, I, 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 I'd love to come, but I'm not feeling good. I've been sick the past couple of days. I said, all right, well, take care of yourself. When I seen all those guys, I was like, God damn it, I wish my dad was here. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I deal with my dad, you know, on a regular basis. Uh, God bless my brother Manny and Derek because he has to do it more in town, right? But I feel like the majority of them, of these guys, just miss the camaraderie of it. And, like, you get my dad – He's been retired for so long now, so he doesn't get the chance to talk to guys, other workers, other co-guys that he, you know, that he worked with, you know, and buddies and everything. To me, that's what really sunk into me is like the camaraderie of, oh shit, you know, some of these guys may maybe not have met some of these guys now, and who knows, maybe these guys have some new best friends. Or new guys that just want to hang out. and That's the beauty of it for me because I know that we are impacting lives. We are doing it in a positive way. We're bringing them all together. And I guarantee you there are relationships that were formed that night that are now growing, that are positive. And some of these guys need positive. It's no different than fighters to me because we got fighters that are down and out. I mean, the kids that are coming up to us that we have the ability uh, to and are blessed to help impact as well. Our kids, I mean, we had a kid that was dropped off at the homeless shelter. He's 18 years old. He was dropped off at the homeless shelter, and I just happened to be at the gym, and he walks by, and we invited him in, and he started coming in. Get out of here. No, no way. No, his mom dropped him off at the homeless shelter from a small town in uh, in Nebraska. And, uh, I mean, the kid's not killing it in life, I guarantee you that. But when he came to the gym, he immediately had a pseudo-family. Because because he came back the next day, and then he came back the next day. Now, I don't know where he is now. He's probably been abducted or something. I mean, not to be a dick, but yeah, I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, he's keeping it real. But you give a guy an opportunity like that, it's what he can do. What he can, What do they say? Well, you Texan boys, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, right? So, yeah, something like that, right? Uh, but that's what I'm saying is, like, you could only open your doors so much. You can only, you know make these guys do so much but what you guys have done for the previous vets that are there you have opened the door for them yes and that 
I'm and I'm telling you right now, Mike Kendall, when he came back to the deal, oh, he was worse than me. I was like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Let's, let's get ready to go, Eva. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> like literally, to me, that was priceless to me. And like, but don't you think like, it wasn't an emotion that you liked? I mean, oh, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I honestly, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different high than anything else that you can get. Like, uh, to me, it was like, okay. It's like, I, it's like crying out of respect. It's it just, um, it, yeah, pretty much. It's just like, uh, like, man, I told these guys, thank you. But I honestly feel like they got it. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're getting it like what they deserve a little See, bit. See, And that's the part that I like the most is walking them through the crowd because then everybody has to look them in the eyes. It's the eyes. I mean, let's keep it's it real. Eyes. It's, it's the eyes. It's, Amen. It's, Amen. And there's yes. always, um, there's the point of it because, uh, there's people that don't want to be seen that recognition, right? They, they don't like, oh, I'd rather just sit in the back, right, in the corner, or I don't want front line, I don't want limelight, right? Well, tough luck because you have to put your time in, you've done your service, now's the time to be honored. And when there's a group of them, it's easier, it's to, easier. Jump, it's 100%. easier for them to jump 100%. in. A lot of guys wouldn't. If there was like six of them, they wouldn't have jumped in. No. But there was 100 and I don't know how many there were. Uh, but there uh, there had to be over 136. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. I believe there was way well more over 100. And, um, and I, I, you know, I, I encourage You all, couldn't even fit them all in the cage. No, I know. They had to go around, and that, to me, was like, oh, this is fucking sweet. We're going to we're gonna change up our whole format if it continues to grow, and we're going to put the, the vet section on the other side of the arena. Um, we've, we're already in discussions with respect to how to accommodate veterans because I really believe we'll have 200, 500, something like that down the road, and that's, that's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, oh, 100%. Cool. Yeah. 100%. I think uh, what you got going on right now with uh, let alone – the production of the show, the talent of the show, um, the commentating of the show now is good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but finally. <laughs> the purpose of what you guys are doing, of why you're doing it, because you guys just, you guys do a couple other shows, right? You guys uh, do uh, St. Patty's Day, and uh, you guys do. What is it? St. Patty's Day beatdown, right? So every St. Patrick's Day, you guys have a big event going yeah, on. We got that, and we got the Veterans Day show, and uh, we're 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 looking for another opportunity. I mean, uh, we will. We can, we are we are now to the point where we can travel. We can travel with audio. We can travel. We can travel with everything. Uh, our paper. Your production. Though, can go. We're kind of built. We've been building up for it. So if someone wants to pay us to have a show, then we can go. That's cool. I mean, that's honestly where you, uh, you want to go. Because when you start out, you're like, fuck, dude. Believe me, it's like anything, right? Like, oh, God, what, what am I getting myself into? But, like, what do you guys have literally done in – how many shows have you done now, Russ? 21. 21 shows. Damn. That's a lot of shows. Yeah, I, I learned something every show. Every time. you and probably I try and still develop are. something new every show. Well, that's the whole key, right? Like, Absolutely. that's the whole key. Yeah. If you ain't trying to learn – like. Well, it's like you were talking on the time when we didn't have the audio working at the beginning of this. Mm. You, you were saying that you would have done this different. You would every time. I mean, that's that's what living is. Yep. And I want to be surrounded by people that are trying to not get bitter, get better. Yep. And that and that's about you know what, where it's at. Yeah. Well, you want to make the best production because the people aren't paying good money; they're hard-earned money. I just want to be the best this. person I can be. <laughs> that's I strive to be Alan Scott. That's honestly, I think honestly, here's the thing, guys. What you just said is just try to be the best person you can be. 
hundred percent right. You want to be the best person. I always make a joke to my kids, my 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 wife. I I said, "Oh, I'm gonna be better than yesterday, Dad." Stop! You were awesome. You were annoying, though. But I said I bet I can beat that, though. And I always say Amen, that. Man. I, I do. I say I'm, right I'm going to be better than yesterday, and I need you to be one percent better in school. Okay, if you're a young fighter trying to get into the UFC, would you rather fight on LFA Fury or CFFC? They're all good, man. Um, just I would definitely say right now, if you're a young fighter and you get the opportunity. LFA is probably probably has more uh, credible fighters still fighting the UFC too. We're getting in there all the time too. Yeah, I mean, I, I to me that's just me outside looking in. Um, same, I same. I deal I deal with you know guys in the gym like we go down to um, high altitude and spar every Tuesday. And, and before Friday. we, do you think that those three are the big three? Is there should there be a fourth? I mean, the big three is as far as top of the food chain, right under. The UFC? Or am I missing someone? I don't know. I mean, this quick break is brought to you by Apex Next Evolution, the elite outdoor supplements out there. Y'all want to stay harder for longer? Then look no further. Apex brings you the hardest, cleanest, long-lasting oral supplement out there today. And, guys, I will put my name on it. That's right. I said it. That conquer they got going the pre-workout is the bomb diggity. But they got it all, man, all the way from energy, hydration, to recovery. Guys, check them out. I'm not bullshitting you. It's apexnextevolution.com. Use my code, gladiators10. I mean, you, you, then, I mean, are you looking to, are you, then you got to look at, like, uh, what um, Bellator is. And then you look at, um, but Bellator's its own thing. I mean, <laughs> CFFC is trying to get guys into Bellator and or uh, the UFC, as is LFA, as is a direct path to right. the Contender Series to the UFC. And we got these new promotions popping up too with uh, high level MMA fighters. We got Matt Fidal started a promotion. Uriah Faber, the Pettis in Wisconsin has a show, and so these. <clears throat> older fighters are, you know, getting out of the fight game themselves and they're yep. trying to get into promoting. And, and I think that those promotions can be really cool for the regional circuit too. Yeah. And, and the, the, what they're doing is what I, while well, me just looking out and looking and seeing what they're doing is they're using their connections, which is, you know, you know, damn well, Russ, this is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, it's, dude. It I is 100%. That. It's, yeah. it, that's even this podcast, why, why do you think, this podcast has gone so well for me. It's not because what I'm, I'm not like I'm spitting all kinds of knowledge and educational. <laughs> it's because I get people across the fucking table for me. Right it's who I know. Or right somebody right, right, knows right, right. and says, oh man, you need to get on this podcast. That is a hundred percent truth. It's who you know, not what you know. And like guys like, you know, Uriah and, uh, Maslow, they, they are. Dwight Joseph, my boy is fighting on Uriah's uh, show yeah. this Friday. Oh, is it this Friday? It's Saturday. Saturday yeah. yeah. He's good, dude. I like that kid. He needs to finish someone. I like that kid. Yeah, that, no decisions. I, do too. I know. Um, the the thing I will say about this whole thing is what you guys are doing is something that's came out of a town out of North Nebraska, my hometown, and it literally has grown to be a Main Street sport. And it started back when 
there was nothing. Like, I mean, you remember Alan back in the day when we were, me and Smokey were fucking sparring without no mouthpiece and 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 shit. We would just beat the fuck out of each other just because we just thought that's what ultimate fighting was about, right? To see where it's at now and what fighting has done for me and like uh, everything, it's so cool to see the you know the sport and what you guys are doing now to it with it. Uh, with the vets, let alone uh, St. Patty's Day shows. It gives the town something to do. It gives the fighters just something to train for. And that's kind of something I I'm, I'm want to touch base on because I know, yeah, you want to, you know, take your hat off and honor the troops and this and that. But, like, listen, without all this, without them, yes, the fighters are what are training every day, are given, you know, their time every day after their job before their job or whatever to come to get the chance to perform in front of um, uh, the crowd I mean what would you say what what was what was the audience at that place it was field I don't know if you could say how much or how little because the fire marshal was right there. I mean, no, I'm no, sure. No, no, we, no. We're, we're rated. We're fine. We can go another. We can double what we did. And Are you shit me? Well, when I first did it with Tad, um, yeah. Tad Hanneborg, uh, DNA Event Center, his his dad actually, uh, he got me into the game by having me announce boxing back in the day. And so uh, uh, when we so, had the first show. So you're talking about old man Larry. Fuck yeah, dude. Larry was a G. Yeah, dude, for sure. 100%. And I got to give credit where credit's due because Larry, um, you know, Taz's dad now. God, what a what a saint, right? Thanks so much for North Platte. Oh, dude. So I remember it without, without Larry, there was no peewee football for me. All right. You know what exactly. I mean? No basketball, no youth. I mean, he's done it. And that is one thing I like about Tad. He's, he is there trying to keep the Dean event. Up, he's updating, dude. I was blown away on the goddamn parking lot. Yeah, he did that the week before. Was it that just that soon, huh? He got new video screens. Yeah, he's putting he's putting money in for it for us, dude. I I, I was blown away. That's one thing I, I've noticed. So that first show that right. we had, the yep. first show we had, the fire marshal uh, tried to shut us down because Kelly had a, Tony Johnson was supposed to fight, uh-huh. and so we had we had sold like fifteen hundred tickets. And the fire marshal said, we're not rated for 1500 And uh, But I'll tell you what, you can have this show if you put in new doors. So I had Joe Hughley go in and write the plan uh, and Evacuate, was able to get to yeah. 3600 if we put in like four doors. And that's the first thing I did is I split $10,000 cost back in 2013 with Tad, put in new doors at the DN Event Center, and that's what basically. Oh, shit, so we can really pack that motherfucker then. Yeah, dude, and I think we will. I think next I, I, we got a fighter. I, I'm asking that uh, we got a fighter that's coming up that has a following. Uh-huh. Um, that, uh huh. That will bring another. I, I don't know. What do you think? 350 people, maybe. Potentially, I think. Shit, get me out of retirement, boss. Put me in, coach. Yeah, well, hey, dude, <laughs> let's get your blood work. <laughs> let's get out of town. Let's get. Come on, I ain't gonna be fighting no fucking heavyweights. Hep C, Hep B, and HIV, and you're good to go. Uh, we can even smoke some weed. About- and you won't be. Re- yeah, I know, it's crazy, right? <laughs> I don't know, I'm on that TRT now, you know what I'm saying? You talk about the evolution of uh, martial arts in North Platte and how it was when you were, you know, coming up. And uh, and I think for me, you know, it was we've been doing this a long time, right? Oh, 100%. And, uh, you know, how many gyms have we seen? I mean, in North Platte, there's been, I mean, you had a gym there once. 
you know, um, and we've seen a handful of people and, and it's not that, um, you know, the gyms that we have now are, are better. I wouldn't say that they're better, but I feel like I'm trying to change the, the focus. And right. we were talking about this Ian kid that came in and, you know, before we wanted everybody to be in the UFC. Right. And don't get me wrong. If, if my whole roster got to the UFC, that'd be fucking awesome. But, 100%. but like to me, that's not winning anymore. And I think if, you know, this kid that got dropped off at the homeless shelter, if he can have a safe place in my gym, to me, that's winning. And, more people see that kind of stuff, and then we get numbers. And now, I mean, I have classes of 25, 30 people in there, and, and it's going to grow. And then those numbers help each other get better, and, and there's power in numbers, you know? And and just taking politics out of it, I want gyms to come down all well, over that's, the place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, let's just talk about the town of North Platte real quick. How many gyms are there, and how many um, kids or guys, young 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 men now are. It's part of their um, lifestyle now. Yeah. I mean, and some how, of them don't even plan to fight, and I think that's they're just great. working out. Just right. working Dude, out. that kid, the knockout at the first, the nine second yep. knockout, the very he came first. In. Carlos Alvarez, dude, that kid's a stud. I've spent a lot of time in the gym the last month and a half, and the kid is so soft spoken. And I mean, and now, <laughs> now he's got a little bit of a swagger. And, yeah, and, and that's pretty in, badass. He came into you know losing weight, to, right? Yeah. Is what I thought. Yeah. I, I lost read like right, fifty yep. pounds. Yeah, he came in to lose weight just to work out cardio, yeah. right? And then, and then a month in, he's like, "Man, Alan, you know, I, I'm not drinking every day anymore. Like, I'm getting off the couch. I'm not playing video games all night." And he was like, "You know, I I sleep better, and 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 it's just." Like I said, that's winning to me, and I think that that's changing the culture, and that's helping, and then that's bleeding into MCF too, right? What like, we want to do is have the ability to get these guys jobs. I mean, guys that are displaced, we want to bring them into North Platte, get them a place to live, get them jobs, and have this development program of street fighters into pro fighters or into better people or whatever the fuck you want, you know? Well, they, you're giving them opportunity. That's what I'm saying. I was like, you're giving opportunity again back into NP, and that's why... Like, to me, is like, I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I would not have had the success that I had if I had stayed in North Platte. I would have never married my wife. I would have never had my kids. I, I mean, would I have gotten married? Yeah. Would I probably be working on the road? 100%. Would I be happy? I don't know. I'd be living life. Would I be doing the shit that I'm doing now? I think you'd be working Hell. at Freddy's. I mean, selling, me, selling me custard. I, I mean, I, I don't know. There's I'm thinking protein of, in that. I mean, I could be working at Brothers, working, making a good Brothers burger. Too, yeah, dude. That's, I'll be working right with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, uh, just the opportunity. Like, you got to take chance. You got to do it. My whole deal is, though, what you guys are doing, though, you guys, are, you guys took a chance, and you guys are doing things every show right you guys are trying to make it better and make the production better you guys are trying to make better fights um dude we're doing things every day it's a full-time gig huh absolutely i mean seriously it's it's so awesome to be a part of the positivity of the fight game for people that are looking for some sort of positivity in life because we give them hope they give themselves hope honestly when they put in the time okay and you talk about i see that Talk about getting 1% better every day. You know, you see that all the time, and you guys both like, talked about getting better every day. The, the fight game's hard to do that, right? I mean, you, you know more than most. Like, you're on top of the world. You know, you're fighting, you know, great fights. You lose one time. You know, sponsors stop calling you back. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the you know girls stop lining up outside your motel room, and yep. then, and then it, it turns into a, 
a depression and then it's hard to build out of it. You don't want to go out. You don't want to be seen. Uh, i tell you what. I, I tell feel you like what. you're bringing us down. No, nah, it, it's real. That's real, though. That's real talk because I'm going to tell you right now, there's, this, there's a part of my career that I found out real fast, like who my friends were and who really cared about me. I had three three losses in a row, three losses in a row, and you know damn well <laughs> that is never good on any fucking buddy's fight card when you're already a pro. And whether there are fucking decisions, barn burners, like literally, you know, the best fights of the night, it doesn't matter. What they see is that fucking loss, that loot, that thing. And uh, to me, that third loss was something different to me. Uh I didn't want to be seen. I want to do anything. And I found out like who really came by, who wanted to really check up on me. Because before that, it was like, oh man, I get to fight this place. I got to go travel this country. Uh, you know, I get to train with this person now. So what'd you learn from it? I learned real fast. The people that, you know, you, you when you're winning, everybody wants to be your fucking friend. You know, it's like, you know, let, let's take Justin Gaethje real quick. Right, his stock is so high right now. Right, right, right. now, just came right. Yeah, and, a couple, a little while ago, wasn't that? Wasn't high. so high, right? He had he he lost to Eddie, and then he lost to, uh, um, Poirier, right? Stock wasn't so high, but he was still excited fighter. But guess what? Some of those motherfucking pun- the companies, the sponsorships, the, the buddies. Oh, Justin, let's go do this. Oh, what, what you know? Where were you at when right, he lost? Right, you know, right, now, right, right. now that he's a BMF title holder and, you know, this and that, he has a Lamborghini now and what the fuck, now you want to come back on the shirt, uh, the coattail. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that I have learned. We've talked about that because my law firm has sponsored fighters before mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it's hard to keep with them. Yeah. Um. And, but I... Alan was like, "Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta ride it out, and and it's hard sometimes. Cause it it's is money, you know. It's, no, it's real money on both it's, ends, it's money, right? And if someone's losing, then your hope is a little bit least in question. <laughs> to me, it's just like you know, and I and then there's a few guys that I have sponsored literally, and I don't want to say this out publicly, but there's been guys that's hit me up a lot, and I'm like, look, man, I'm not." Trying to sponsor fighters, and just I, 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 I want to do everybody. If I do one, I want to do them all, right? And it's literally it's something that I've done minimum of, but it was for a good cause and for the right cause, right purpose, right? Me, what you just said, there's that. It's like a fucking you know, I mean, EKG on your chest, you know, like you gotta fucking know, like it's gonna have your bumps and bruises. <laughs> what I learned the most is friends. Yeah, they come and go. But your family and your loved ones, they're the ones that really stick by your side. And the friends and in, in in my family are the ones that would be like, hey, well, this fighting deal did a good thing for you for a while, you know. Now it's time to hang out and get a real job, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, but it, but at the point, you you literally got to, that's when you got to talk to your coaches. You know, you got to talk to your, you got to let so many people in you got inner circle. That's one thing I will say. A fighter has to have a circle that's fucking small. A trustworthy circle. Probably just like you, Russ. Like, you know, uh, probably a handful of people that you could probably count on that you know that, hey, I need you to go with me and we're going to do something really bad. And you know. 
the people that you can count on, right? Same thing as I think a fighter needs to have a small circle. It doesn't give a fuck about followers. Doesn't fuck give a fuck about sponsors. Let's make this a small circle and let's make this grow into something. And no matter what, that circle is going to stay the same. And there's going to be all kinds of motherfuckers trying to get in that circle. And people trying to fucking pull you this way, that way. Circle of trust. It is. That circle is fucking something very um, special. And that's why I think I know for a, a thousand percent why Justin Gaethje is the way he is right now. A thousand percent. You, I mean, I'm... I'm telling you right now, Justin and I literally and Trevor, we, when the first day he walked in, we were the, this was back in 2012, 2011, I bet when he walked in, this motherfucker didn't know he was calling headgear helmets. You know what I mean? He was like, why do I got to wear a helmet? You know what I mean? Like he had no idea. Didn't know how to throw one, two or nothing. And now this motherfucker is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. But that circle was me and Trevor that's been there. I remember going to fights with him, costing me money. Remember doing privates just to give him haircut money. You know what I mean? Like literally, it, it, like the story is crazy with this being this guy. His wrestling coach is now was his first recruit, college wrestling coach, all American. That's a coach. You know what I mean? Like it's been a core, a core bunch from him in the since he started. And I'm telling you, and it's been a crazy. We've had a. We had to fucking kick people out. We've had to tell guys, get the fuck out of here. And Justin's big enough with two where he knows right from wrong. He, like, he knows what's good for him and what's bad. But, like, literally, I think that's a, um, an important value for fighters. You know what I mean? And, like, don't don't get caught up in that. What is it, the clout now? You know what I mean? Like, fuck the clout, man. Like, be you. Do better for your family. Do better for what you got to do for your person to make it. To me, I think that's the most important part of it. Amen, I, brother. I literally named my gym Vicious Cycle, and like, it is, right? I mean, it's a vicious cycle. It's up and down, not just in the fights, but that's one thing that Russ is trying to do with MCF is, you know, you don't over-glorize the guys that are winning. You know, everybody gets the same, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a popularity contest in my gym. You know, everybody gets treated, you know, whether you won you know, it's about effort, not, you know, like there, I got guys that put in more effort than my A-team guys. Uh-huh. You know, they're not as good technically, but they put in more effort and they get treated the same. Dude, I've been going to, I've gone to a couple jujitsu tournaments with them now. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, there are some kids that are putting out effort and they're getting their asses kicked yeah. and they're coming back for more and, but they're, they're living. That's it. They're not on the phone, man. And I just, I'm so proud of them because I I don't think I'd have done it. Uh, And and to see, especially after I got my ass kicked the second time. Yeah. You know? Um, But but they're getting, they're not getting bitter. They're getting better. Yeah. For fuck's sake. No, they're just being better people, too. Absolutely. That's that's what's, that's what's, so cool to see. To me, like, that's why I always say, like, wrestlers, you know, um, now, like, when I was growing up wrestling, and to me, I will always have a, um, you know, I always will have a thing for wrestlers because I think, because that's what I grew up doing is it it sets you up for life because it's tough. Life sucks, dude. Life's hard. Right. Life's fucking hard. Me and you guys, all of us know this. Anybody in this fucking room right now knows life's hard. And I feel like wrestling sets you up for that that tough, that hardness. Like, shit don't go your way? Guess what? Fucking let's go. It's It's about to get worse. Yeah, it's about to. (laughs) That ain't the end of it. Oh, your heart got broken? Well, fuck. Guess what? It's about to go. 
And I feel like now, today, kids have an option. If they don't want wrestling, they got jujitsu. You know what I mean? They got kickboxing, Muay Thai. You know, obviously basketball and all these other sports that have been around, soccer and everything. But we're going to talk about what makes people better people. I, and I'm, gonna, I'm, 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 I'm saying this out loud because I really feel like it uh, because I'm a testimony from it. Like you knew me. You knew me as a kid. I was a fucking uh, handful in a nice way. Um, I never really was back because my mom and dad would fuck me up. You're kind of the Mexican Eddie Haskell. <laughs> that, you know, that's that a good way right there. <laughs> but I did get in trouble. I was I got in trouble, but I literally changed my life around uh, when I got into fighting. I literally you know 100%. his story, right? Jeez. Oh, dude, I this know guy, this motherfucker. I know Purple Posse. I was no, no fucking saint, man. <laughs> I remember you. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this is what I'm saying. To see your kid now and see what you have done, what you're doing now with Russ, and being a matchmaker is one thing we talk about right now, is something special because – when you, let alone your kid is a, a stud, right? Like he's got a head on his shoulder, great athlete, great fighter. Period, right? He's, I, you can see it when he comes out. The crowd loves him. The town loves him, right? That's that's you, man. That's your, that's your son. You know what I mean? I like uh, to take credit, but I mean he works hard, you know. And and I, he wrestled. You know, in yeah, seventh and eighth grade, he wrestled, but he wasn't any good. It was casual, you know. Enough. In JV, <laughs> or like his freshman year as a JV, he he just wrestled for fun, you know, hanging out with his homies. But then somewhere in his sophomore year, he was like, Dad, like, you know, I think I want to wrestle, wrestle. And I was like, okay, <laughs> listen, like wrestling to play with your homies is one thing. Wrestling to try to make it to the state title is a different thing. It's different, yeah. And, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to spend money sending you these camps and, and, you know, tournaments and stuff if you're not dedicated. And he did. He dedicated it. You know, he went from JV to the state title in, you know, four years. And uh, That says a lot. Yeah, that's work ethic, you know. And, and that's what you talk about, well, no. <laughs> he can't take a compliment. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the you know apple many, apple doesn't fall too far far. Do you know how many black belts he has? Yeah, I know. He, he, dude, he, the kid, <laughs> yeah. when he when I started, this is guy had every mixed martial arts degree belt in his thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like you did, and uh, and it just look it what it's it, led to you. Kept look that, what, look kept, what it's led. Is it fair to say, Alan, that it kept you out of jail? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. It did to me, and a badass lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't hurt to to grease the wheels, so to speak. But that's what I'm saying. Like when we started, you were, um, you know, not the best. Uh, you were no honor roll student. <laughs> Let's say that neither was I, though. All right, so uh, I think we did all right. Yeah, and I think that that I think in this in the situation that I'm in right now, I think all those experiences help me. You know, a lot of times these fighters come from those same backgrounds, and you know, just like we talk about, you know, it takes someone to know someone, yep. and you know, we get these guys in that used to be addicts or used to be um, criminals and and have these you know problems and being able to have walked that road to be able to help them walk through that. I think it, it helps them to get, you know, get their mind right. And I think that's good. Oh, a hundred percent. So your role, so your role at the MCF, right? Midwest championship, uh, 
fighting, you literally are the matchmaker. So every fight I saw last Saturday, uh, you you paired him up. What was that? Your third time? Yeah, it was my third time. Um, and and it started off like I just kind of was helping Ross. You know, he would he you know he would hit a snag or something, and he would just hit me up for ideas. You know, uh-huh. and then. Um, you know, I had a couple good ones, and he started hitting me up more and more, and then, and then he started, you know, well, you you make the the bottom half, and I'll make the top half, uh-huh. you know. So he would do the the pros and do all that, right? And then you know now it's just kind of he's started trusting me with more and more responsibility. He's the best. He's the best matchmaker in the Midwest. I will put him up against anyone, and the reason is is because all the fighters respect him because he respects the game and the fighter. That's what's the difference between us. We're not in it to make money. I mean, we're yeah, we want to make money, yeah. right? But we want to we want to make we want to respect the sport every second of everything that we do with fighters, fans, everything. We want to do the best that we possibly can. And this guy can match a card because now he's got he's met so many people just in 3 in, in in three, he's matched three shows, and I'll bet he has access right now to five hundred to a thousand fighters. Oh, probably even more. Yeah. Probably, probably. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's crazy. That's it's crazy. crazy how good he is, does because because well, he doesn't even have to try, and it's just, all he has to do is be himself. It's well, that, really that's, uh, I'm really lucky with that fucker. Yeah, that's one thing I want to say to you because I I gave I I was talking to Mike on the commentating and and like what people don't understand is like we were talking about you know what 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 fights we're seeing and, and like, you know, a lot of these guys were O and O and or O and one or, you know, one and two. Like you don't know really what the fuck you're getting, right? And you're going off of their gym name, their coaching's word, blah, blah, blah. Right. Whether or like, not they won a state championship. Yeah, yeah, you're going off of their uh okay, like the like Darian Diaz, right? We knew who he was, a wrestler, badass wrestler, right? So I knew you know, he was going to bring some heat, right? I did. I honestly did. Um, but there was a lot of other guys that I, I looked up at their their stats of what you gave me, and I was like, okay, this guy's going to come out. The dude from uh, Danny's Gym. Yeah, dude, uh, Dowler. Oh, my God. Yeah. That guy wanted to fucking yeah. send that guy's head. I want, I want him back in March. <laughs> yeah, dude, sure. the guy is going to – dude, mark my – you know who yeah. he remind me of? A Robbie Lawler. He oh, remind yeah. me of a Robbie yeah, Lawler, just totally aggressive dude. He just he, he yeah. wants to fucking he wants to take that dude's soul, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that part, right? So what I was getting back is what people don't understand how hard it is to match these fighters up. Whether you're trying to fucking just fill up amateur cards or whatever, fuck that, dude. You have matched them up, right? And that's why I gave you credit for. I said, dude, this motherfucker, he did his job. And he matched them up, and these fighters, they did exactly what they did. There was and it's hard to match low level fighters. Hundred percent. That's what I was getting. That's yes. what I was getting at. Yes. You don't know what you're getting, and you did it. And yeah, you don't know what fighters going to break or or have that big a drill and dump right away because it's so new to the game. When they come out and they see the crowd yelling for them, dude, that drill and dump is something special. Like they have no idea until they get out there and they get their 
the cherry pop. They're like, oh, fuck. Like, homeboy, first fight, bam, smacked. Oh, shit. I think he would have done better if he would have, you know, if he fights again, I guarantee you he's going to be a little bit more cautious now. And it's hard, to, it it's hard to play it off sometimes, too. You've seen people, and I know you've seen people in the gym that are just bad motherfuckers in the gym. Right? Oh, yeah. And they get inside the cage of the lights. Underneath the light. Thing, and then they just forget how to throw a punch. Oh. You know, it's like they just forgot how to fight. Yeah. And then I've seen it the other way, too, right? Yeah. I see guys yeah. that just get stomped in the gym and then they get out there and they just turn into i mean they just turn into freaks you know and it's it's so hard to it really is hard and i try and it's getting easier now that i have more networks and more connections but i try to be as fair as possible and and i mean you can sit here and say oh you know we're not biased we're not shady but there's every promotion in the in the business has has got some backdoor stuff going on you know what i mean but um, well, you know who the people you want to take care of. Yeah. Because why? They show up as being professional. That person, that gym, they come up on weight. They mm-hmm. come up, you're going to treat right. them good because they do their job. And they're going to get priority next time, right? 100%. So, like, if, so if that's I get, it. If I can go to, say, you know, here in Colorado, like, you know, Apex or something. Apex, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if he gives me a name and says, hey, well, now I know. This kid's going to show up. He's going to get his medicals done. He's going to be making weight. He's going to have a team behind him. I'm not going to have to find somebody to wrap his hands or to yep. to, to take care of him. And, and, you know, that's... It goes a it, long ways. It goes a long ways. And, and that's what makes the event go smooth, too. Yep. You know, not being able... Or having, you know, people behind you to to, to do it. But, you know, you talk about matching debuts. It's... It's hard, you know. 100%. Like these guys, I, I, these I wouldn't guys, want that job. I would you know, not want that job. I mean, in in I know nobody would agree with me, like commission and stuff. But in my eyes, as a matchmaker, I want fourteen decisions, right? Because to me, the fourteen decisions says, "Hey, these are the equally matched fights as you can get." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. The yeah, commission the, would hate me. You would you last. would hate me if you yeah. had to commit fourteen. These guys can't last nine minutes. Yeah, no, <laughs> but no. like, how <laughs> badass would that be, right? Oh, no, like, fuck that! Get rid of this guy. No, hundred percent. Right, hundred percent. And there was a few, dude. The that that fight that that Diaz brother. Uh, Diego, yeah, to me, back and forth, back and forth fight. Yeah. That was a pure good matchup, a hundred percent. And I, I said it, this is my commentary. I said, dude, these guys have no idea what the cardio, yeah. where cardio is going to come into. It's not the like, yeah, everybody has that. That, dog that was in the them. coolest thing about the night for me is. All these guys that were debuting, yep, they now have a taste. Yep, and just depends on which direction they turn from that. Yeah, because some are going to get on it, and some are going to go. Yep, everybody's going to be in like a, either a bar fight, street fight, where it's just you know a few fight, few punches, and it's going to get broken up. Nah, motherfucker, these are real rounds, and you're it's okay. Yeah. Green light, you are going to fucking beat the shit out of each other. I think <laughs> another big thing too is is that a lot of times we take too much emphasis on winning and losing as an amateur and and it's it's a really big deal and i mean you've been overseas to other countries and you know how different it is the culture there is different i mean we went to thailand this year and jason did a muay thai fight there and you know after his fight not one person asked if he won no you know not one person asked outside of america i mean nobody there yeah, asked if you yeah. won and and it's just are you they okay compete. are you there you know that's how and and like that's how i view amateur fights for mma you yeah. know like i i would rather my guys as a coach perspective i would rather my guy lose a 9 minute banger than win a 9 second ko oh he's going to learn so much yeah, more yeah i mean from if you want to make it to the top level you're going to learn more from that 9 minute loss that, that 9, nine second. second knockout was pretty cool though. it was yeah. cool that's why i said <laughs> with it, i get I think, what he's saying I think, uh, Mike asked me, he's like, what do you, what do you, how do you gauge that? 
you next fight. I'm like, you don't. You're <laughs> own no. old motherfucker. Because yeah. right. when the second round comes <laughs> out of your next fight, you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Because like I, I told him like what you just said, I would rather have a fucking war my first fight because now I know what the fuck I'm getting yeah. myself into. Yeah. Right, right. Because, right. dude, there's times where you didn't want to get off the stool. And I'm like, oh, fuck this, dude. You know what I mean? And it's interesting watching, even on the highest level, you know, where, you know, in the UFC, watching these guys goes from three-rounders to five-rounders. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a whole different fight, you know, like yeah. almost, you know. Amateur fights, nine minutes is, is not oh, very much shit. time. You know, it's interesting to see how much the game it, 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 It's a lot for me right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. Five rounds. I used to do five, five minutes all the time, right? All the time. Now three minutes are like, oh, God damn it. Can we go to two-minute reaction? Come on, let's go. But, like, honestly, this, this is one thing I will say, though. The matchmaking of your guys' show, which you did, hats off. I wanted to tell you this in person uh, the night I left. I seen you. Because I was more impressed with the matchmaking. And it's always fun. Yes, you do get a nine-second knockout. Yeah, it's fucking happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you get some savages in there and they're just, they, they're trying to make a name for them. Like, they see the paychecks now that they're getting, right? Like, it, it, like who wouldn't want to be a part of this lifestyle now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were talking in here before, uh, all right, maybe I'm late to the party, but dang it, I'm glad I'm with them now. Sheep feet. Holy cow, what a game changer has been. Uh, I've been rocking sheep feet now for the last month, and every day my feet thank me. Guys, hopefully you already have some, but for the ones that don't, guys, don't wait any longer. Get them now, and I got a code for you all. Hold on tight. Uh, it, dude, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I had no idea what an uh, insult can do for you. I mean, a legit insult. I mean, it can relieve your fatigue, your aches, uh, your pain in your feet, your knees, hips, back. I mean, you know, if your feet hurt, your hunt is done. So why would you not take care of your feet? Invest in a pair of sheep feet. Guys, go to sheepfeetoutdoors.com. Use my code GU10 at the checkout. Oh, man, and you will thank me. Window was giving out my business on like when I first signed with the UFC, what I got, what my first contract was. I signed the first contract in 2000, what was it 2007, 6, where the UFC was? Uh, uh, three, th- yeah, 3,000 to show, 3,000 to win. I did. 3,000 to show, 3,000 to win was my no first. Perks, no nothing? No, that's it. And I got a, so I got a fight bonus. I got a five of the night bonus, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be set for a minute, right? Nope. 2500 bucks. <laughs> I got a letter from Dana White saying, thank you for your performance tonight. Here's a That's here, awesome. congratulations. I got to bring it out here. 2500 bucks. <laughs> These motherfuckers are getting 50 k now, dog. <laughs> and Life-changing. Like, money. Justin's getting two of them a night sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, literally, it's different. You know, um, it's just crazy, but just like even like on shows like your guys', you got to realize like when I fought for victory for that belt, dude, I fought three times for one night for a thousand bucks. That's fucking crazy, bro. I got an idea for stupid. A, I want to I want to have a pro bantamweight tournament that is, it it's, it's never been done, and I'm not sure I can sell it, but 
So you get f- the four best bantamweights from Nebraska, like Dwight Joseph, Ryan McDonald. Uh, who else? Who am I forgetting? Uh, I, I, I would want those two. You, in yeah, it. you want you want the you want the two guys that will draw tickets, draw draw names. Yeah, I just want to see those guys fight, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 two other guys, and everybody gets a thousand bucks. Okay, just to come, all the guys get a thousand bucks. We'll pay them, get them here too. Yeah. But, so it's a thousand dollars. The the first fight. We 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 draw for to to match them up, or we match them up specifically, mm-hmm. right? The first fight's an exhibition fight, so if you lose the exhibition fight, it's not on your record, okay? Nope. And that fight would be uh, three three minute rounds, okay? Or no, two five minute rounds, okay? Yeah, that makes sense, okay? And then the winners fight. The winner gets the, the winner gets ten thousand dollars, yep. ten thousand bucks, thousand, and and so you 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 would only if you lose that fight then you have one loss in your record. Yeah. Um, what do you think? No, I. That, I mean, I, well, don't you think they'd come I, for that? Oh, hundred percent. You should make it like a heavyweight deal, and I'll yeah, come out of retirement. Yeah, I'll come out of retirement for that. I think I we get we get you <laughs> Hammer Morton. <laughs> no hell no, I don't want none of that. No, um, no, that's what I'm saying is. Uh, so we they do something like this up here too. They uh, do uh, boxing, kickboxing, and then they do yeah, a yeah. MMA fight at the end of the deal for ten thousand dollars. To me, I that's a little tough for people. But what you got going on? It's a logistic, a real logistic MMA prize tournament. What you would do, and I I would definitely coach somebody for that. You know what I mean? Like that is well, ten thousand bucks is a good payday. Hundred percent. Are you kidding me? To prove who's the best in the re- in the region. Hundred percent. Yeah. The, the best Nebraska, whatever weight yeah. class you go with. Yeah. I you know I have a soft spot in my heart for Ryan McDonald and Dwight Joseph because yeah. I've known them both for so long. Right. So I, I immediately gravitate to the bantam weights in Nebraska because I know them both. Yep. But it could be any weight class. No, that's no. It's a, that's a great weight class to do it too because they're always action fast. And they're bangers, you know what I mean? Like, it literally is. Uh, That's shit. I think that would sell, too, for sure. 100%. 100%, I think. The the thing what I like about what you're saying, though, to me, Russ, $10,000. Yes, dude, that's fucking. Well, and a thousand gets you there. And if you lose the first fight, it's not even on your record. But, yeah, but here's the thing. you're, You're giving them an opportunity to literally win ten thousand dollars of something that they're trying to go win for two thousand fifteen hundred bucks in a regular fight that would you know and i think that you know ten thousand dollars for somebody at that level in their career is going to be career changing money right because you know how it goes like you get higher level people can start affording nutritionalists um personal trainers you know and and it's it's hard for gold level guys that don't have the money to afford those kind of things. Well, all of a sudden you drop 10 K into your camp. Well, now I can, I can bring down specific people to spar with, you know, yeah. I, can, I can eat right. Like I can afford to eat right. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I can get the equipment that I need. And I think that that's, you know, that could pro- help propel them to the next step. Well, and it, and it could jumpstart their UFC, or, you know, their, 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 their MMA, you know. Career. Like, it literally I mean, can it say, could, this is bragging rights. You, I can right. put this on my resume now, let alone, I can literally go, damn, you trying to take advantage of me tonight or what? <laughs> oh, Wendell. Oh, Wendell trying to get me drunk over here. Uh, but, like, literally, like, this is what I'm saying. That tournament, let alone any tournament, 
I don't care what you do. It literally is you get baptized real fast. And that's why I said, like, any fight over nine seconds, you get baptized. Like, you do. After the first round, I feel like you find out, oh, fuck, is this really for me? You know what I mean? My first fight, you were you? Did you go to Okoboji, Iowa, when I fought? Uh, what's his name in uh, the winter? Uh, the fuck is his name? He was he became the champion. Oh fuck! My guy got snowed in. I had to move up weight class. <laughs> Everybody drove. Uh, I didn't go to Iowa. Yeah, yeah. So I was one hundred sixty pound, one fifty nine. Brock. Uh, it was not uh, Brock Lesnar. Is what was his name? WEC champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You fought in the UFC, yeah. 189. You fought him? Oh, yeah. Literally, first debut. He was a pro. He's the main event. I'm just trying to fucking fight, dude. And uh, they hit me up, and they were like, uh, hey, you want to fight? And I was like, well, I didn't travel nine hours away. I got family here. I got, you know, a whole shitload of people here. For me. They traveled all this way to watch me fight. <laughs> and we were fighting a floor ring, dude. Literally. I fought him, and he brought his fucking crew out of Minnesota. They had school buses, literally. And this is no shit, dude. I shit, you know, I, I seen him at a show, and I was like, he came up to me and he grabbed me by the arm and goes, "Hey, you remember me?" And I said, "The oh, fuck yeah, I do remember those big ass hammers. The fucking hands were so fucking huge, right?" This motherfucker comes from Minnesota. And, and almost like, <laughs> because they all had fucking like Overall, overalls, overalls on, yeah. fucking titty hanging out, out yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kid you not. So it was like Nebraska versus that, right? <laughs> One side was my fans. They had a bunch of guys that were drinking cake beer on the fucking bus travel. <laughs> so it was just like a mirror image of North Platte versus Minnesota, right? I shit you not, dude. It was crazy because... It was a small promotion, whatever, but it was my debut, and I went to the main event right away, and I had no idea. Literally, uh, Smokey's, was it dad or stepdad, was the doctor at the time that was dating oh, yeah, his yeah. mom? Yeah. They cut, I got cut so bad in my fucking nose, they stopped it, and they were like, how, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm good, but I'm fucking just, <laughs> just gushing out. They're like, they stopped the time. There's no fucking time limits. <laughs> right they just wanted us to go out there give them a fucking entertainment right and like literally they he nitro nitroed it right and you know you got to realize my mom you know my mom and my dad and my brothers are all there i got a picture this is no bullshit i'm fucking swinging a punch i fucking just clubbing this dude my brother manny has the ropes in his hand drinking a beer like screaming fucking yelling right <laughs> all the ropes dude <laughs> fucking this is how fucking ghetto this shit is right, right. how much the chance this morning that happened last week with him too <laughs> yeah yeah all over the table right like he wanted to get in the cage no matter what uh like literally and i'm like dude this is so fucking crazy right anyways long story short i end up hitting this guy knocking him out literally and we talked about this they gave him five minutes recovery time <laughs> Because I knocked him out of the floor ring. <laughs> and he came back, double-legged me, uh, key-locked me, and beat me, right? 
And I'm like, this is a bullshit, right? I was set up for the. I was, I was spent, dude. We fought for like twenty some fucking minutes, bro. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. I was spent. I was like, but my face looked like fucking hamburger meat <laughs> for two weeks. My eyes were shut, right? And I could not wait to go back and do that shit mm-hmm. again. Now, if I would have went out there and got fucked up in five seconds, nine seconds, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. a different room. Or if I did it, if I vice versa, if I fucked the guy up in ten seconds. Then I would have been like, ah, yeah, I could do this, you know. That right there, that fucking fight gave me everything because I went up a weight class. He was a pro already, and I was like, fuck it, let's go. I can do this, you know. And the, and the amateurs that lost on our card, um, that could have been the best thing to happen to him. I told this on that night I was commentating with uh, Mike there. I said, dude, listen, these are fucking amateurs, dude, and they're fighting like professionals. I could not believe how how smooth and composed these guys were walking out to the ring. These guys look like they've had 14 fights underneath their belt. What you know it, what I mean? Like, the times have changed. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, this is the new. And he's developed a new, hell of a fight. Team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're prepared. You guys have seen enough. Now, dude, when I went in my first few fights, dude, I was like a deer in headlights. What the fuck did I get? My, dude, I get my hands wrapped. I'm like, why am I doing this shit, dude? Yeah. Literally, why am I doing this shit? I, I it was, wasn't the money. I'm going to tell you right now. The pussy was okay. I like to get the pussy. <laughs> the fame. You know what I mean? But God damn. You know what I mean? It's like, interesting to watch how much the game has changed, right? Oh, back man. in those days, like in that event you're talking about in Iowa, I mean, these kids are wearing fucking basketball shorts out there. You know what I mean? They're wearing, you know, their jock strap on top of their shorts. Like yep. these guys are doing the most insane things. But I think... You know, as MMA evolves, like, it's getting better in a whole. You know, these guys know what to expect. You know, they can watch it on TV. They know, you know, supplies are easy to forget. You know, yep. you can buy fight shorts and, and, and you know, Oh, yeah, anywhere. you got to be the part, you know? Yeah, and, and, and it's just, it's nice to see how much it's evolved. And, like, the difference now as we get older is <clears throat> guys are guys are able to train from the beginning. You know, yeah. like you, you didn't, you had to go through all of your, you know, childhood with the, with no MMA, yep. you know, no jujitsu, no, you know, you wrestled obviously, but then what you're, you're, you know, you're a teenager and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, well there's more, Oh yeah. You know? but now these kids can come to an MMA gym and start doing shit right away. And now we're seeing kids in the UFC at 18, 19 years old and, and the game's changing and it's interesting to watch. No, it, that part, what you just said, it blew my mind, Russ. I literally was uh, going to the UFC. I was taking jiu-jitsu. I was fighting uh, Marcus um, uh, Aurelio, Brazilian black belt, right? The guy number eighth in the in the in the whole world at the time when I was fighting him in the UFC. Took the fight in short, like a month notice fight. They called me and I was like, "Yeah, you don't tell the UFC, no. You got to fucking take. It. I'm gonna go take the fight." Dude, I was in jiu-jitsu class with fucking blue and purple belt or white. Belt and blue belt, just trying to brush up my jujitsu, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know all this shit, bro. I really don't know all this shit." And now to see these kids now, like this is I'm literally fighting on a pay per view card, Newark, Newark, New Jersey, and I'm in a class where I'm learning white belt, blue belt shit, right? I'm getting ready to fight a black belt, fighting a black. There's no hope. There's no, like, what the fuck was I doing, right? Like, um, and now I see, you know, in the, in the gyms, these kids doing 
you know, the kids jujitsu and shit. I'm like, dude, what is this sport going to be in 10 years? Like, I, like I see it now, right? Like I see it now when I watch the sport and I'm seeing it now, all these, uh, you know, 13, 14. I see my daughter, my daughter does how to do shit. Then I'm like, damn, you were way better than me than I ever was. And God bless Dana White for being our leader because it was COVID during, during COVID the game changed. And the reason it changed is because Dana White said, Didn't give a fuck. Fuck this. We're going to have shows. Uh-huh. There were no other sports on, and it became fucking mainstream. It went to ESPN, and that's when it all changed. And it's not going to get any smaller. I really believe our next crowd's going to be 2,500 people what you, in the what middle you're of saying? fucking. Yeah. I mean, we're in nowhere in Nebraska. I invite you all to come. Uh, you know, 2,500 people is not out of the question, and we're going to have a badass show. I mean, it look, was fun, dude. You see that picture that uh, we posted about dude, that crowd? It's so crazy. Dude, it was ridiculous. It, it, it literally. So fun. And, and those that, these guys are debut fighters, and they're fighting in front of a world-class crowd in, yep. in certain respects. Well, that's one thing I did say. I mentioned when I was commentating, I was like, hi, this is, this is my backyard. I knew what was these <laughs> some of these local boys are going to feel because – it was no different than when I was walking out. Like, the crowd, the town of North Platte and the surrounding areas, you know, like Sutherland, Maxwell, all those, they all come. You know, they come to support their 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 local boy, right? Like, this is, it doesn't matter if I was fighting a guy from Omaha or Denver or whatever, right? They were there, they were supporting me. And that's one thing I said. I said, the, 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 the energy... The loudness, the fucking, when it that building starts shaking, dude, it's fucking unreal. And that is something that people don't realize until they get to be there. You should ask Wendell. I mean, yeah, Wendell, Wendell like, he, got to, he got to experience the he whole He got to thing, see, man. like, it's the, the echo in it was fucking crazy, dude. The energy and in North Platte is just, it's different, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've been to not as many shows as you, obviously, but I've been to a lot of shows. And it's amazing sometimes how just deadpan they are. You know, oh it's yeah, just, it's just like it's like you're watching a you know a, a soccer game or something like into a, I don't know. It's just North Platte just gets into it. Yeah, no, know? and I and that's just what America's about, right? Like America's like, oh, we're loud, drinking beer. We want. I mean, look at football games. Look at they get crazy, right? You know, like the Raiders girl showing her titties off. Who was that girl that just showed the titties at the Raiders stadium? I had to check them out. There are, are you serious? She was uh, like a Raider. Uh, uh, she was like a no. She was a she's a big Raiders fan, but oh, she yeah. uh, so she's, she's a big superstar. she's like a soft porn star, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, <laughs> right now. She, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she, she her her stock just went up. Put it that way. Right, doing that, I mean, doing fair, that, fair right? Enough, fair enough. <laughs> but anyways, I was saying this. Um, we, you know, you're talking about like your fights and everything. This is America. It's loud. It, it's crazy. Like like the Dean and events that are. I have been to places, right, where you can hear a fucking pin drop, different countries and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking different. Well, you were just talking about Dana White coming back for the fights when COVID hit. We were the first fight coming back. I remember it. Tony she, Ferguson. Tony, this when Justin won the uh, first. The, okay. the that was belt, the beginning right? of the end for Tony Ferguson. <laughs> right? 100% right there, right? Yes. He did never been right ever since then. We came back. That. The first round, second round, dude, I was like, dude, this is, I, I remember telling Trevor, I was like, this is fucking cool, you hear it, whack, whack, you hear right, everything, you right? Because right? yep. you can't hear that shit, no, this no, was in Florida, Florida, in Jacksonville, and you could hear the Joe Rogan, 
right. DC. That's you can cool. hear them. Con- I could hear the coaches talking, right? Like, unreal, right? Like, during another fight, you never hear shit. Like, we're screaming instructions, right? Like, we're screaming. Like, we barely even scream because they can't hear it, you know, just a little statement. That when that happened, we were like, "Oh, dude, this is fucking crazy!" You could hear fucking just. It sounded like him packing hamburger meat, right? Like making patties, right? That by the fourth round, I think third round, we stopped coaching. We stopped coaching. We're like, "Dude, you're stop helping this. them as yeah. much as you're helping." Well, yeah, not only that, but we're like, "Dude, stop the fucking fight!" He was beat up, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but what we were saying is like that was fucking a time where you know. We missed, and Justin is a guy that goes off the crowd. Like, he feels that energy. Yeah. Fighters feel that energy. Yeah. Was that the last one back, or was that the first one back? First what? one back. Okay. First one back for COVID. It was like, that was June, the only, of, it was that, like June of 2020. Yeah, I mean, yeah it was that was early. the first fight ever back. Yeah, baseball, basketball, no, and, all of it. And truly, the fucking dude killed it yeah. because nobody had the balls to do that. Dude, we not I mean, only, Dana, he, he hell started, yeah. Yeah, he started yeah. a movement as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah fuck yeah. And it, yeah we're, dude, I, dude we, you, Dana White. we got to go to the hotel, and we, we got to sit at a bar again. Have drinks like it was normal. Like, oh, dude, it was the best time of my life. Could you not? We were in Fight Island, dude, in a bubble when we had a fight again because of COVID. Two different scenarios, dude. It was fucking horrible. So, did you like fighting in a super quiet space like that? No. For the first round, yeah, it was cool. Just experience it, you know. Second round, yeah, cool. But like when you walk out, you're like. This fucking sucks. It just felt like a business, like going. Dude, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like going to sparring and like going to practice and like, you know, the whole like everything was done good, but then, that's why the I don't I think Justin was like ah this is not I'll wait for the real one like right. I want crowd I want this, the dude I'm telling you it was different it sucked, uh but that being said, that noise that the DNN brings what you guys bring. What the crowd brings in North Platte is something priceless that I will say that I've been to many fucking shows. It don't get much louder there, man. It's it's, it's fucking, it's real. And it's fucking, uh, that's why I said, dude, when I commentated with Mike, I said, people don't realize, like, the difference when their local boys fighting. They're going to be, it's going to be loud and it's going to bring, give a little bit more boost to that person. Because I have witnessed it and I felt it. The energy that goes on through that crowd from the hotel boy. And I mean, like, I pride myself in being transparent as a matchmaker. And um, one of the things is I'll tell these guys, like, listen, you're fighting Jason Scott. You're going to get booed. I can't control it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Jason will try sometimes. He doesn't like it. So he'll get up there and he'll try to Calm wave down. him down. But, you know, I mean, fans are fans, man. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I just tell him, prepare for the worst. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to make it as obvious as possible, but I don't want you to get here and be like, whoa, what did I walk into? I'm like, yeah. you're walking into Hostile territory. Yeah. You're, anytime you're when you're writing the hometown. And, and like, and they know. So that way they know. You know, uh, Jason Scott's opponent this time, he, he came in from Louisiana and he... He, he embraced the villain, you know, yeah. he embraced the villain and he was like, the more, you know, the more, the more people that, that dislike me coming into this, the better, mm. um, you know, it didn't work out for him this time, but, um, I always, you know. it was funny because, uh, it's funny. I have you guys here because I had, uh, Ryan Schultz and, uh, Rustin Hughes on the show right a while on. back and. Dude, that gym that they have going on is badass, oh, man. Uh, I love up that there place. Is, 
up there in uh, yeah. Fort Morgan or Fort uh, not Fort Morgan, Fort Collins. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We've been. We used to go there, take Justin there all the time. And I, I t- I'll tell you what, Ryan has literally done a straight up phenomenal. Dude, if kid. I ever had the discipline to learn, I would love to learn under that guy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like sure. that's uh, he's the real G of the game. Like he really is. He's he's literally yes. it. Yes. And uh, it was funny because like everybody was like always like I knew this because I remember going back home for Christmas. I remember going to parties. And we were kind of like in the same deal. It was Remain cool. Silent MMA is our YouTube channel. I should just throw that out there because that's where all those fights are and all the veterans. So, know. okay, yeah, before I, yeah. Let, I just wanted quick. to say that because I was going to forget. I meant <laughs> we got this now. Huh? <laughs> remember, you remember. Um, yeah, Remain, what is it? Remain Silent MMA is our YouTube channel. Okay, that's good to know. All our shit's on there. And the, it's the, not all good, but we're getting better. No, even uh, the salute to the. I'm pretty sure that's up there today. Yeah, because what you sent me today was phenomenal yeah it is i mean we got we got some work to do jeremy's fucking killing it in our video department uh but and we're getting better but we're buying more equipment we're uh, i'm really stoked because i think we're gonna buy some uh some uh video screens for the entrance uh okay. where the boys come in i've okay. used that door because i figured they're all going to work you've seen the door yep. that, that it's just it's like a it's actually patterned after barney miller uh, a show from the 1970s and 80s okay Anyhow, it's uh, we're gonna try and we're gonna spend some money on equipment. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got one good thing to tell you about that. Uh, I'll save it to after the show, um, which you guys should really do. And fuck, to me, I was impressed with the production period. Like honestly, like for what I seen outside looking in, and me being there at the broadcast booth, I was like, oh fuck, this is fucking sweet, man. This is like honestly, hands down. One of the best shows I've been to. I'm I'm not saying that because you guys are across the table from me. I understand. I 100% truly believe that. And Fuck like yeah, I said, we're doing it right. You guys are doing it right. And But not only that, but like, it was fun commentating those fights because they were action. It was fucking fun and they were great. It wasn't sloppy. It wasn't, dude, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. The guys over at Apex. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, Ty's guys, man. I was more impressed with their stand-up. In ground, honestly, but their standards what what blew me out of mind. These motherfuckers people, are amateurs and looking like professionals, dude. That Padilla kid, I yeah. want him back. Oh, dude. It, wait, wait, uh, how many people are in Denver? Live in Denver? Oh, I couldn't even tell you that. Is it a million? I would say probably so, if not more. Okay. Well, today on our way to see you, we saw Ty Barker from Apex. Dude, that's a fucking. That's weird. That's the universe telling us that we are in the right place at the right time. Shit. On our way to see you, that fucking dude, we saw him. He he drove by his waves. Holy cow. That's crazy. crazy. That is is nuts. That's super. What a a great guy, too. I love that. I love that guy. Uh, What a good story he has. And I just, because I I stay in touch with him. Um, He wanted to come and get some stuff signed for uh, Justin, for his sister, I said, just meet me here at the gym, dude. I'm not going to fucking mail shit when you live here. He's like, I don't want to interrupt. I'm like, just come and work out. Watch us work out, right? And he did, and he was blown away. But, he, you know, a guy like him, he goes back to, and, and, and trains these guys, and he sees the shit that we are doing. No different than probably what he's teaching his guys, right? And it showed because I'm telling you, man, that Apex gym here in, in Colorado. What, what was their record that night? They won all of them. Yeah, two, two and zero. Oh. Two and zero, oh. so and, oh, and then Molina's crew was three and zero. Oh. Yeah, 
out of Omaha. Yep. Skywalker one oh one. Yeah, oh Danny. Fuck. I've I've known Danny for a minute and I, I I told him that at the parade, man. I said, dude, I'm literally I, I turn on the fights and I see your ass <laughs> in the corner and I said, I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you. But it's nothing that I want. He goes, Oh, I know. I hear you now. And I said, I, dude, when I stepped away coaching so much, it was because of that. Like, you you got to realize, like, you got to watch what you wish for. It's like, oh, man, I want this fighter. I want to be in TV every weekend. When you're there, you're gone from all of the home life. I mean, like, like right now, you're gone from home, right? Like, you, your daughter, wife, everything, right? Like, you're you're gone because you're doing a job right now. You're, you're promoting it, your, your show. You're talking about it. Trying to build the next big thing, right? I don't think a lot of people realize how much time that really takes. You Dude, know, it's like, a job. We talk about COVID and Fight Island and stuff, and I've heard stories about higher-level coaches that literally it's not worth it to drive home or go home and then come back, right? So they'll end up staying there for three weeks at a time just because yeah. they got fighters every weekend. You know, yeah. the bigger gyms, obviously. But, you know, that's well, like a lot Danny, of for a perfect example. He's yeah. gone every week. He was telling me his schedule after this week. I was like, dude, fuck that. He's like, I know, man, but I got to do it. I mean, he, and I, it. I mean, he does. He's, he's he loves. He's married to the game. Yeah, he, that's a, it's it. Like me, I I want nothing to and do with that. He's very good for the game. Yeah, you know, he's the, good for the all these is, guys. Everybody is lucky to have that guy in their life. Hundred percent. That's one thing I will say about that is like why I stepped away. I stepped away because I didn't want to half-ass it to somebody that wanted to make this their dream. I didn't want to be, you know, thirty-five percent with them and then. The rest with my family or my doing this. I can't do that for that. Like, they deserve all the credit. And that is why, like, I, you know, obviously I'm lucky enough where I can still do Justin because, one, it's worth the money. It's worth my time. Two, I paid I paid my fucking dues with that motherfucker. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riding this motherfucker out to the cash game. <laughs> yeah. but, but three, is it was, it was a point where, you know, there was a lot of times where a lot of other fighters would hit me up and, hey, let me, can you work with me? And I was like, yes, absolutely. What if I'm at the gym? I'll work with you. I'll coach you. I'll help you, whatever. But it was the point where, man, when I got to make an extra trip down here and, you know, and then I get stiffed at the end of the fucking whole training camp or their fight went through, they didn't get paid, so I don't get paid. The part just got fucking old. It was the same fucking tune. And I was over it. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm going to step away, focus more on Justin, you know, write that out, help him out, do more things with that, make this my baby, and let's go. Do I miss it? Hell fucking yeah, I miss it. Until I see Danny every other weekend. Right. He's in Singapore one weekend, Minnesota the next weekend, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't miss that shit at all. Right. Right. It was fun. It was cool. It Don't get me wrong, dude. I... Love the MMA game. I really do. It's done so much for me. You know, you guys know where I started at. You, both you guys know where I started at. Mm. And to be, you know. How, we, we were we were just talking about it. We were in the same building watching you uh-huh. and having no idea who the other that the other guy even existed in the world. And now, yeah. now we're pretty solid. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Well, we followed you. Yeah, it, it's crazy. That was What's super cool. Yeah, so it, thank you for that. It was well, fun. Well, shit, it, ain't, it just... You I'm know, just telling you, dude. It was fun to follow you. I, knew, you know, I was good friends with your brother. I yep. still am, but yep. I'm just saying we were tight all the time at that point. We yeah, were younger men. Yep. 
It's cool. No, it, it is. It's like that's why I said like the what the sport of what this sport has done for me. I could never give back. All I could do is try, right? Like even like the young wrestlers last night we did. That was awesome for me, you know, give back to them. Like they're not fighters. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could probably be great fighters, honestly. But they were just wrestlers and we just, you know, they watched the sport, right? So they they knew who Justin was and I was and they they wanted to hang out and, and we did it. We cooked for them. Anytime I can give back, I give back. So long story short, when Russ asked me to commentate, not only did I owe him a bunch of favors, and I still owe him tons of favors just because he's my boy because he's always done my family solid. He's done me solid. But it was me being back to come back to North Platte where I got to actually start my career and, like, see a lot of people that I've never seen, I haven't seen for a long time. And it just, it's good. Dude, I'm, what, four hours away from here, from where you guys are at right now. And I need to go back more. I really do. I, we'll I, see I really March do. 16th. Yeah. March sixteenth. Oh shit! I got another job, <laughs> and we'll, and we're gonna we're trying to book, your, but not for commentary. He got ahead of himself. That's gonna be your own retirement fight. <laughs> oh shit! So that's what I was talking about with Ryan Schultz, right? So that's, that's funny you say that. That's quite a catch weight, you and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he better get on some weedies, right? Um, so we, we, you know, me and Ryan are, are are solid, right? Like me and Ryan are good, and and like everybody had. In North Platte, you guys know North Platte. It's a small town, and um, their class had his back, and my buddies had my back, and everybody wanted to see me and Ryan fight, right? And at the point, at the point, I was like, "Oh fuck, I think we are probably end up going to fight sometime." Right? <laughs> I really did. I, I, it was just, I thought it was going to happen, and uh, Ryan Schultz, fucking stud, pioneer of the game. Uh. What was he the what would you what would you call that? He was a champion of uh IFL, is that right? IFL. That was yeah. International Fight League. Yeah, yeah. Where the team was, right? Mm-hmm. Stud. He's, like, he's like a godfather or a grandfather or something. I mean, he's like a super respected uh father figure for oh, the game. Dude, I, mean, it, I, I mean I would trust the game in his hands more than many people. Dude, so I have so many stories with Ryan because mm-hmm. I was looking up to the guy. He was what, four years older than me, three years older than me. Uh-huh. I was, he was a stud wrestler, right? He wrestled at UNL, right? Lincoln, University of Lincoln. And he was the star. He was the wrestler. He was the hard-nosed dude. I remember my freshman year in high school, I got made to state. And I literally remember watching Ryan go all the way to the semifinals and doing it, right? Whatever. He was a god to me. And then he went to go wrestle in college, blah, blah, blah. I was my senior year. I got beat out in state. I go to a couple parties there in college, <laughs> right? I get out. I sneak out. And I go to this party, Ryan Schultz, the, the UNL wrestler's house. I see Ryan Schultz out there, and he is beating the fuck out of everybody, going <laughs> crazy on i think it might have been the swim team in unl right like bad like what the fuck you're swimmers dude i try to fucking fight wrestlers right ryan's just fucking beating ass and i'm like oh my god like you know i'm a senior in high school and i'm like oh fuck this i'm out cops roll up i run because you know i'm you know, underage 
<laughs> and I'm fucking gone, right? But I rem- I literally remember. Are you a seasoned criminal at that point? Not yet. Okay, I now. mean, you know, I went to, what's a seasoned criminal? I mean, seasoned. until you're fucking caught him, right? <laughs> but uh, I've been in, I've been in a couple fights right there by then. And I'm like, dude, that motherfucker just beating the fuck out of these dudes. I mean, that motherfucker still, he might be dead. I don't know. <laughs> and I remember when I started getting into training and then I found out that Ryan went to Oregon to train with Couture, Leonard, and all that. I was like, oh, cool. I was happy for him. You know, was it a coincidence we were in the same weight class? Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, I was the military when we're, you know, Kelly, and then I went to Davenport for a while. Then I moved to Denver, and then sure as shit. And then it was like, oh, I'm fighting here, this, he's fighting there. I went to UFC, he went to IFL. And I always said, I said, Ryan, when he was here sitting on the podcast, I was like, tell me. How would this fight would have played out if me and you would? And if you guys don't know Ryan, Ryan was an animal back then, right? So if you know Ryan now, this guy, he's 90 different, doesn't drink. He doesn't, I mean, I don't even think he swears anymore. He's just like, he's all about like, um, you know, he found the Bible. He's zen. Yeah, he's cool, whatever. Whatever you want to call it, whatever. But I, I respect that, right? And I was like, it was kind of weird because, you know, I was cussing and saying, you know, I want to call him a pussy, but I didn't want to get fucked up either. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I was like, I was like, I was like, so I, how would you think, how would you have played out, you know, me and you would have fought in our prime? And he goes, well, we could still fight. And I was like, what? Well, I thought you were fighting Jesus, goddammit. I mean, goddammit. And he goes, oh, you know, I just think it would have been pretty good. Cool. It would have been. Uh, probably would have had to take you down. You're a pretty good striker. I mean, he was honest, right? Like, and uh, I, I probably would have probably ground and pounded you out. And I'm like, bullshit, dude. You would have never done. It. Let me call North Platte, Nebraska. Let's get paid and let's let's, let's do this. Let's do this. And he goes, oh no, that ship is man. And I was like, yeah, me too, man. I'm done. But uh, honestly, like, what what is? I mean, North Platte has really has produced some phenomenal fighters out honestly I, I will say that man and and just seeing what is in store that's came out of that that fight the other night with you guys dude it's crazy on what it where it's going well i think you touched on it earlier too when you said ty barker was in watching you and gatesy and Whitman work out i mean at the end of the day you know a one two is a one two man and you know whether whether Whitman's teaching it or, you know, a 13-year-old girl's teaching it. It's the same punches, you know, whether it's at a rec center or a multi-million dollar facility, it's the same work. And I think a lot of these kids don't realize that, you know. Um, I seen a picture of Terrence Crawford the other day working out at a YMCA in Omaha. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. World champion, you know, working out at at a rec center, bro. Yeah. And, like, there's no magic behind it. You know, we went to Thailand, and it's the same thing. Same push-up, same sit-up, same running around the block. Yep. It, there's no magic to it. And I think that, that uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's crazy because when you said uh, Crawford, I, I literally just seen him a couple of weeks ago up here at the wrestling mm-hmm. tournament. He has uh, kids. Yeah, they're studs. Stud wrestler. Yeah. I was watching him. Uh, little Tad Hannibal's kid was yeah. going to fight or uh, wrestle him. And uh-huh. I, I, to me, I was like, dude, this mm-hmm. is crazy. And uh, it was crazy because – he came up behind me, like people were coming up and, and trying to take pictures because like a lot of people recognized me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's take a picture. And it was cool. And the next guy 
tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, man, that MMA game's crazy. And I was like, I got to got starstruck <laughs> because it was it was Crawford. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. What's up, man? I said, I'm a big fan. He goes, oh, no, I'm a big fan of your boy. And I said, thanks, man. I taught him everything on he knows. And he goes, <laughs> I, he started laughing right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm just bullshitting. Kids were all talented. Like, he's good. And uh, he goes, he goes, hey, man, you mind uh, if I get a picture with you? And I said, are you fucking shitting me? Can I get a picture with you? And he goes, yeah, yeah, no. I, he goes, my whole boxing teams are big MMA fans. They're all they're all MMA diehard MMA fans, and they love your boy Gagey. And I said, "Okay, so why you want to pitch with me?" He goes, "Oh, you're the one that makes all the uh, videos funny and shit. He's the one that you you get beat up by." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. I get punched. I'm the punchy bag." And uh, so we took our picture, and and I literally was blown away. Like he was there, and I was like, "Man, your kids are really good." He goes, how I started, I said, I just hard work, man, hard work. And it doesn't matter where you're training at or where you're from. It's hard work where it all comes down to, right? It's nuts. I mean, it, it, to me, it was just, I was blown away more like uh, that was Crawford and he wanted a picture, mm-hmm. right? Like, to me, that that was something cool. That's way cool. Way cool. It was to me, I was like, damn, this is... I was like, damn, where's my paparazzi at? You know what I mean? Like, this is just what I wanted to have. But it was really cool. But I was saying, Russ, what you guys are doing, what you keep promoting, um, the show, the veterans, dude, if there's any more I can do, let me know. Um, Yeah, dude, all all you can do is get the word out. I mean, we're we're basically, we feel we're starting a movement. Uh, We feel like we had six veterans and then we had 35 veterans and then we had 150 veterans and we think the next time we're going to have 300 everybody bring another veteran let those guys feel the the love like they belong somewhere to be respected for two nights out of the year at this point right and so that 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 thing just takes care of itself at at some point i mean we had the you saw the flag ceremony right yeah awesome dude so crazy next time we're going to get a fucking drum one of them snare drums to do there you go. Can you imagine that badass. place with a snare drum yeah. when everybody's quiet? Dude, so it's going to be cool. So we're going to continue to develop that program. But we also uh, are building a fight team. Um, and so, like I said, the guys that uh, that are displaced. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of us. Misunderstood. <laughs> There's a lot uh, of us. <laughs> right. And it doesn't matter. I mean, we're not going to bully you. If you're if you're weak, we will, we will pull you up. Yep. Um, it's it, that that's what we're, we will not tolerate there's gyms out there that if a guy comes in and he's not gonna own up according to some fucking muscle head or whatever yep. at the gym that shit doesn't happen at alan's gym yeah alan's running a gym that welcomes everyone because it ain't easy to live in this world and and we're here to try and fucking we're lucky enough to have it so spread the spread the word midwestchampionshipfighting.com uh remain silent mma is the uh youtube and uh, we're we're doing our best, man. And we're gonna keep doing it. So I guess I guess the next question is, when is the next event? It's March March sixteenth. Um, Austin Jones has fought for us before. He was an ex Husker yep. football player. He, I think he played from 07 to eleven. Uh, he was a running back, and uh, he's 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 a he's an example of a guy that's kind of turned 
MMA into his life. He mm-hmm. now runs Factory X. I mean, he's like the managing dude yep. from what he tells me. Um, uh, no, he's and, good. He's good. He's, well, he's also a journeyman fighter. He's, you know, fought 10 times on LFA and the Fury combined and has a winning record, I think, on those. Um, and, and so and we're, I think we're going to have him back as a main event against somebody because he's just such a high-level fighter. He's a Nebraska Cornhusker, um, and he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, he's a really classy dude. He, he, yeah, he, he was there with us. Uh, he, wrote, he drove us around on the, for the parade. Exactly. Uh, I, like, literally, I see him at show a show every once in a while, and this was like the first time actually – really sit down and talk to him dude it was cool being in the parade huh oh dude i'm gonna tell you right now i had no idea that town did it i, I didn't either dude. I, I, <laughs> and i felt like a piece of shit because i was starting to call well about it he's like oh yeah we've been doing it out for like 13 years i was like what the fuck i would have came back just for this right you know what i mean i would have brought my own fucking float and did did something for them you know what i mean like this is something cool for it so thank you for letting me be a part of it, and yeah, and I'm I'll I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quite honest with you, I was talking to Mike and I was talking to Ava when we were in there, and I was like, do I really want to do a parade? But then I started thinking, I was like, ah, I got my daughter, like well, let's go do it. I mean, right. and then it hit me, I was like, ah, it's a veterans parade. Let's. I'm like, but I'm not a vet, you know, and uh, all I can say is like, I'm glad I was a part of it, and I'm glad I got to shake some of those guys' hands. Hang out, talk to them because there was guys that I haven't seen for a while. There, and so like literally next year, I would love to be a part of it again. As I mean, I, we got to buy more candy for my daughter. Your no daughter shit, dude. Are, are gonna be <laughs> throwing. Wendell was saying <laughs> the bags are gone <laughs> on the first block, dude. Right. I was like, oh, they oh, were get, There's another mile of this. Here's one dum dum. <laughs> they fucking they threw out all the candy in the first. So I'm telling you right now, the first couple kids they got they got made lot, out. Lot they of made candy. out. But it was fun, and uh, I will say this: uh, the 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 staff that you guys got there. Uh, Wow, Jeremy, yeah, dude. Ava is pe- people that I know personally. Dude, you, my floor manager Heather Slat. I mean, Heather, I saw I met Heather her all the way down. I mean, we, yeah. we, we, it takes about a hundred people to put that show on. Yeah, and I will say this: the the people that are you know doing the drinks and waitress and bar back and whatever. Wow, the people that broke uh, set up this cage, broke it down. I mean, it, it takes a fucking team and i'm gonna tell you guys this when i walked into the event center and i seen all the tables and all the chairs stadium the ch- just everything i was I, 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 bl- I get blown away every time i see it when i walk in there and i'm like god damn dude because when i saw dnn you know i remember you know growing up i remember the basketball courts and then the dirt and then just everything right and then i'm like and then when they see a cage in the middle of that fucking floor and i was like god damn this is fucking cool I've t- Dana White's the only person that has turned more um, fans mainstream than I, than me because of my position in that community. I used to sell tables because they, they they thought they might get in trouble, and so yeah. they wanted to buy a table or a prom- uh, We have a very mainstream uh, audience uh, now, and one hundred percent. I mean. Uh, so yeah, I, I've worked super hard to make that happen. Um, I'm so lucky to have this guy because now I can actually like focus on shit that the veterans. Yeah. If I didn't have him, dude. Oh yeah. I, 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 one, I, you can't do a one man uh, team, dog. You gotta have it's. No, he makes my life easy. Everything. And and now and it's so yeah. We're lucky. We're just lucky. Um, well, I'm happy for you guys. So so March 16th, St. Patty's Beatdown is coming up. 
Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it and hear it again, man. I really can't. I, I'm 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 stoked for you because maybe it's just uh, something that I I love because I like to come back to the DNA and where it all started for me. Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like it literally is something special. And if you love fights. You can watch him on a pay per view. Is what you guys offer now, right? I want someone to. I want someone to show me a better regional show, the crowd and everything. I want someone to <sighs> prove me wrong. I don't. There's know one I think in like Idaho or somewhere. I look at their crowd pictures and I think it kind of comes close to ours. But I mean, the regional shows like LFA and CFFC yeah. and uh, Fury, they don't have my crowd. No. They don't even have close to my crowd. No, and I, I'm I'm just thinking about the people or uh, the shows here in Colorado, like uh, Sparta. Smart. I saw their show. Uh, their 100. That looked like it was okay. It, it, I'm. A, I'm just. And I know Jeff very well. And I know those yeah, guys. Yeah, he's a great guy, uh, dude. It's a different energy. You know, it's, it's not. It's different. Not that they do it's bad. Different. It's just. It's different. You it's know? different. Yeah, it's way different. And I fucking. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta give it to you guys. You guys got something going yeah, on. Yeah, dude. And you can get direct flights from Denver into North Platte. That's true. That's very true. Goddamn right it is. Mm, that's something to think about in March there, Russ. I, <laughs> well, I was actually going to offer that to you, but then I thought, by the time he clears security, yeah, it's going to take longer yeah, than it is. No, any. it's all good. I Honestly, like, to me, I just, I, I'm going to try to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, Go see and family. Go see family, yeah. drive around. We're so lucky to have you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I, like, me, I'm lucky to have you guys here, honestly. I'm, I, I appreciate you guys coming out here. Stepping on the podcast, like honestly, like if anything, I hope this helps your show. I mean, I know you're gonna build it up. Um, a couple things I wanted to throw out here, and I'll throw it on the IG. Uh, I'm gonna give a couple autograph hats away of Justin Gagey. Couple couple things is they got to do a follow Midwest uh, Championship Fighting dot com. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. got to follow it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put it out in the description, but that is the main thing I want to push. And I'm going to draw uh, two, three lucky winners, and they're going to get a signed UFC hat of Justin Gaethje. Um, so you you're back on March 16th. In my book, I, I got to see a contract. I got to see <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? Like I, I this a handshake. I my dog. I don't even need a handshake. I, your, you your word is my my word is my my deal. We'll just put you in the first fight of the night. So when we get it done, then you can do the commentary gig too. You know what I'm saying? Imagine, yeah, I, imagine the ticket sales if you if you came out of retirement, dude. Man, I'm what do you want? Twenty percent? Right I'm going to tell you right now. It'd be stupid, but but hey. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I had a blast doing that, and I I'll be glad to do it again, uh, especially with the team and everybody, dude. Everybody who's there was just yeah, dude. on top we of their great team. doing the deal, and I and it was. Very professional, and I will say this: um, I was probably the most unprofessional of the whole thing. But um, I had fun blasting it. I, I mean, I hope you listen to him before you shake my hand. You probably should listen to my dumb ass talking about fights. Probably, but, but it was good. Um, like I will say this though: um, I hope, I hope you guys um, get the benefit of the podcast, and I hope that I get to continue to work with you guys. Um, but Listen, when it all said and done with, I'm I'm glad that you guys get to work to do the things with the troops or the vets, um, the young fighters. And I'm gonna tell you this most of all. I'm glad that you guys still do it in North Platte, man. That to me, that town needs more than anything. You know what I mean? Like there's 
This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen 2s, and they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are are the bomb.com you know uh guys check them out at crispyus.com i love i love that's my that's home to me and i'm so glad that you guys got that keep continue to keep doing it there and building it and your son what a stud and i hope that he i hope that i get to see him you know on the UFC one day, if not another card, I don't. I want to see him on TV because he's putting his time in, and that's all you can do. You know what I mean? I hope he stays injury free, healthy, and just because man, he is a G. He literally is a G, and I and I gotta say, man, Jason, keep it up, and I, I I'm proud of him. And if there's anything I can do to help his career and anything. You just all you gotta do is ask Ellen. And I think you've, you you know I think you've done it already. You know you've worked with Jason before. Um, you know you even brought you brought Justin to North Platte. You know Jason's part with Justin there. Um, you know that was an amazing experience. I think you know that not just you know being Justin Gates you but you know you being one of his best friends. I think is you forget you know the mm-hmm. star power that he has. You know him yep. walking into a small North Platte oh, gym. Yeah. Motherfuckers are like wow. Like but then not only that but they get to see. He's shadow boxing just like me. Mm. You know what I mean? He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's no he's, different. He's, you know, light sparring just like me. And he says, well, if he can do it, you know, that's what I'm doing. And I think that's priceless, you know, to these kids. And and he did that for Jason, you know, how many years ago? Yeah. You know, Russ, Russ brought Jason up here and he worked with him. And he still talks about the stuff you guys did. And, and uh, yeah, I think I think it's just going to go up from here. Yeah. Like I said, anytime you guys need anything, you just ask. Um, I'll be willing to help out you guys. Anybody? I mean, I, that's the thing, you know. Uh like I said, the sports done so much for me. Like it's it's nuts, and it doesn't salute, stop. Man, salute, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't stop. Yeah, it does. It has not stopped. And like I, you know, everybody asks me, like, man, you're doing good. And I said, dude, yeah, I'm fucking rich. My rich is way different than what a lot of people think rich is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do I have money? Is is anybody rich like that? Yeah, I got money. My wife works. I, you know. We got a house here. We got a thing. We got a little place here. You're my pl- This place is bad. It's heaven for me, right? Like it's red. I'm rich, and because I got a family, I got a wife that loves me. And that's fucking hot as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> we still have sex. We get to do all that shit. I got two healthy kids that are just badass, right? Like I'm, and I get a like. This is me. This is my job, man. I get paid to do this shit. Like, I, how am I not the richest man you know? Amen, dude? man. Amen. Yeah. It is so fucking cool. Like, I live a life, dude. And I get to take a leg kick once in a while from Justin. Cause <laughs> he kicked a better prime rim than my turkey. How the fuck did I lose that bet? How the, what did that bet? It's a $30 turkey versus a $300 prime rim. <laughs> that prime rim better be better than a turkey. You know what I'm saying? But you talk about the difference of, you know, different people's perspective about being rich. I talk about the gym all the time, you know, setting goals and what's winning to you. Yeah. You know, like it was, we can all say, hey, you know, I want to be in the UFC, win the BMF title. But that doesn't always have to be winning. Maybe maybe you pass your instructor's guard 
that's winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you maybe you you get announced by Mike Kendall at MCF. That's yep. winning. Yep. Or then maybe you get announced by Bruce Buffer at UFC. That's winning. You get to walk out to the UFC. That's winning. It doesn't always have to be getting your hand raised. And I think that culture is changing. And I think it's going to be great for the game overall. How do, you, how do you think it measures up, like, if you and I play a game of pool? Ooh. <laughs> Not good. Emmy <laughs> hour. Emmy <laughs> hour, bro. Just he's, been, yeah. he's been hustling people. Yeah, I know he has. He's good. He's a, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, before, uh, I think you guys even got here, we were talking, and uh, I was just, you know, we were, they were, you know, he plays baseball, he wants to play, you know, get, and I was like, yeah, man, do it. Go, don't, go for it all. Try it all. Just, what's the worst thing you do? You get cut, right? I made the UFC, and my, that was my goal. I fucked myself. The worst that. thing that happens is you fail. Yeah, 100%, I mean, right? And when you fail, fail you right. don't even fail. Right, like, exactly. At the moment, you think you failed, but right. you didn't. No, yeah. you tried. Right? You like, uh, you know, my goal was to make it the UFC, and that was it. Right. That's where I fucked myself at. I made the UFC, and I was cool. I should have had different goals. Is like, you know, yeah. yeah. You didn't fuck yourself. You're doing all right. Yeah, no, I'm great. Right? But this is the I thing. I get what you're saying. Though. It's about resetting those Yeah, goals, I, small goals, big goals, uh, long-term goals, whatever. I, I said, you know, we were just talking. I was like, dude, listen. I fought for 14 years professionally. Uh, we were talking about, you know, people wanted me to come back and fight and this and that. I'm like, I'm cool, man. I'm I'm literally legit. I literally have fought 14 years professionally, and I make more money coaching now. Justin, just one fighter with Justin, than I did my whole 14 years of fighting. It's stupid. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? It's just where the whole game has changed and uh, why would I do that again? Like, it's just, I mean, I told you guys, it was three and three when I first started the UFC contract. You know what I mean? Like, now it's just dumb. Yeah, for you to come back, it's definitely wouldn't be about the money. It would just be about the, the love of it. Yeah. yeah. Just the, you know, the. the now I love commentating. Dude, who the hell would we match him up against? <laughs> what, what is your weight right now? Uh, I'm at 207. Okay, so we get you at, you would probably get you to 185. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. That's All right, two, okay, we'll catch it at one ninety-five. Yeah, we'll I mean, see you <laughs> Okay, two hundred. <laughs> All right, two oh seven. I, I mean, I could, it I is. could probably go down to one eighty if I quit drinking easily. So we'll just call it two oh five. Yeah, who am I kidding? Right, yeah, right. All right, so two oh five against. Uh, oh shit, Tony. Fuck. <laughs> he want the, does he want the heat? Does he want, he want the heat? Oh, dude, that's a pretty good fight. You and Tony, dude. Tony don't want the oh, heat. Oh, dude. Oh, man. We just found something. Oh, I know. Tony, Tony, I'd bring. Dude, Tony Johnson, he call me. Better. He knows better. He knows daddy. Oh, here we go. His ass. Here we go. Somebody tag Tony in California. I'm going to tell him. I'll, oh, I'll, make him I'll, make a, I'll make a bite out of this. I'm like, Tony don't want this heat. He don't want the smoke. He knows. But it probably should be the first fight of the night. We'll go the opposite of what, because then you think you can call the rest of the show. And if he beats your ass, then he can call. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, and the, the other thing is, we fight first. Alcohol sales will go way up. Yeah, too, after we're done. Yes. <laughs> Me and him will be drinking a lot together. Oh, Tony uh, J, what a what an awesome oh, dude, right? Dude, fuck yeah, dude. What an awesome dude. I, I mean, I got I got to take my hat off to him and like. I, you know, it's me and amazing him, me and him the, saying mes- we we talk and we message each other, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, 
I still got the itch. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking dumb. Move out of California. You need to move out of California. He needs, for to one. Move, he needs to move home to North Platte. Yeah, move home, move out. I told him, dude, come up here. I said, dude, literally. He just needs to move out of California. I mean, I get it why he's there and whatever, but like, California's California. And being a fighter, unless you're like your right favorite, the top one. You're struggling, right? You're, you're gonna. It's expensive there, and I said, "Dude, get the fuck out of there." You know, it's Trevor crazy. Women. Trevor Women would literally say, "Dude, Tony Johnson comes here, I got him." What the fuck are you doing, Tony? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, ugh. he's so good, dude. I'm, dude. Tony, he lived with me for a year and a half, I think. Me and me and my wife at the time, and he trained with us, and dude, he's so, so smooth. Fucking, that's what I do. <sighs> Just dude, he is so fucking hard, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, yeah, he still it's don't so want this smoke, though. Wow, he knows Danny will fucking... He'll break his hand on my head. <laughs> oh, anyways, goddamn it, boys. I appreciate you guys coming out. Dude, it's been two hours. Fucking A, man. I, I just love it. I'm glad uh, you guys are here. You guys are here for the weekend. Enjoy yourself. Um, I don't know. I just... I'm. I'm what is that, three months away? Four months? Ish. It's That's gonna be fat here faster before you know it. Yeah, we're Same already patties. working on the card. I mean, yeah. Russ and I have already been talking about what, what kind of route we want to take for, um, you know, for the show. So we're already working. It's crazy. It's a hard decision because we'd love to have a high, heavy pro card, but our amateurs are so exciting. Yeah. And the amateurs are way cheaper. So we oh, hundred percent. So we can yeah. spend more money on like yep. the the flash and shit. But yep. um, yeah, it's it's a we're, yeah. No, we're, I we're, get your point. Yeah, we're really, it's really cool because this is the first time we're ever working on a card now for March, which means I mean we could put together four cards a year pretty easily at this point with his abilities. Yeah, and um, and, and the amount so, of fighters now days. Yeah, dude. It, that's the that's that's the crazy thing nowadays, and that's what's cool is. There's a lot of more fighters these days mm. ready to fight. But it's, because it, but it's also, it's. I mean, now we're on the side of the game where uh, we're, we're trying to not do the things as a promotion that promotions did that pissed us off when we were coming up. We're, because it's difficult to not want to fix things your own way. Yep. And do, But fuck that. It's about the fighter. Yeah. Fuck and that, and, and that, So and that's that, what we're going to do. And that that's one thing I will take my hat Are, off to you. Am I wrong? No, absolutely. Because I was there when I brought a couple of fighters. I, I was there with Tony. I've been there with Hammer Moore, Hammer, uh, Justin uh, Parker, Parker, the guy that fought your son. You literally gave the fighters money, per diem money, whatever travel money. Then you gave the coaches money, yeah, travel money. Fuck yeah, they're they're, they're the hardest workers. I, I, to me, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I went to Brothers Barbecue, uh, Brothers. Have you ever been to another promotion that did that? And, oh, dude, no. That's why I said I was blown away when you did that. I went and played my money on Kino. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. No, you're no not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you guys know me too well. No, I'm just playing. Uh, that part was cool. Like I was blown away. I was like, "Ah, no, nah, man, keep it. I'm here." Like literally. Because a lot of those amateurs, they're not making money. So the coaches, I was just there to fucking, you know, put my time. I'm investing in my fighters at the time. That's what we do as coaches. We invest in fighters at the time. We got someone good or, or someone we really like. My, like my boy JP that fought your son. Mm -hmm. that He's been there from day one. That kid was, he's been my little 
little dude forever. Like I he, love Justin. Justin's awesome. a good dude. He he's had a fucking like he has the perfect story of making a great book, right? Like, well, then he's killing it right now with his family. And yeah, his dude, family. he's just he's good people, right? Like that's just it. He just fighting kept him on the track right. because if he didn't have fighting, he wouldn't have that family. I promise you that. I promise you that, and Amen. that's one thing I'm. I'm so proud to say about what fighting does. Like everybody's all, oh, fighting is nice. Right. Thugs and mm-hmm. yeah, right. Benji, I don't even know. Right. We train way harder than a lot of the NFL, NBA, all those motherfuckers don't even know. And mm-hmm. that's why you see a lot of those NFL, NFL players, it's a bunch of people, NBA players their, sitting on their couch at the one Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah. That you, I'm telling you, that's why we, I get to fucking go to all these Nuggets deals and NFL things because we're cross training them. We work out with them. They want to. They know this shit is real. Right. It's hard. And that's why ever, they're working. You ever play tennis, dude? I'm 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 getting into pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody. My is, fighters. But. My fighters love pickleball. It's a good yeah. workout. Dude, it it fucking kicked my ass, dude. I was like, we're in Utah. Just come out to California with us, and we'll play pickleball. Really? Yeah, for sure. Why do I go to California to play pickleball? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I'd rather go. I mean, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> All right, I mean, fuck it. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, because it's getting cold. I got a piece of property over here that I'm going to take a, the tractor to and make a fucking flat. No, you're not. I swear Dude, to God. you I'm are a, a king. I'm going to fucking make a pickleball court in my you're property here. You're a fucking here. king, man. Yeah, I am. I, I mean, I only be able to play it three year, three months out of the year, but fuck <laughs> it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, I really do. I mean, it'd be fun up here. Yeah. Dude. You know how tiring it is? We're yeah. here at 9,000 feet up here. Holy shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah, 9,000. Yeah, try fuck it up here. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing it don't take very long. So. Dude, and don't try it when we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, once again, do you, have, you. do you have any adults? Do you have any social media? Ellen, <laughs> Facebook, what What do you, you got? Can get on, you can get me on Facebook. I mean, like we said, the cards are almost full, but, um, you know, I'm always looking for talent. We're always looking for people, um, you know, not just fighters, but if you're interested in maybe getting a fight, yep. uh, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, so we can we can get you set up with a gym in Colorado or anywhere, you know, like I'll, I can help you try to find something anywhere, you know. So if, if you're listening to this podcast and you think maybe you want to do some MMA and you need some help, you know, just reach out. I'll help. I'll help anyone. Yeah. So and where uh, do they where do they reach you out at? Oh, you can get Alan Scott um, on my Facebook. Um, I have an Insta. You know, Alan Scott on my Instagram. And your and your son is Jason Scott. Yeah, Jason Scott. Um, what's his record now? J a y s o n Jason. Yeah. Um, what What's in, his in MMA? He's four and two. Four and two. Yeah. As a pro now. As a pro, yeah. He's yeah. 14 and 2 as an amateur. And the two losses that he has were fucking gangster gangsters. And I, I said it. I respected it. I said, I love it that he took fights like this because here's the deal. And I, I'm, I'm not talking shit about anybody or anything. But the guys that have been coded, like, you know, brought up to, uh, you know, they'll get like a 10-0 and record. And they get to somebody that, you know, mm, it's time to fucking fight the fucking dog mm-hmm. now. It's different. Mm-hmm. That Those two losses right there just did him the best thing he could do mm-hmm. in his career. I promise you that. Well, and that is why. Back, you told me, uh, you know, we were talking one day and, and we were talking about Jason's career path and stuff. And he told me, he's like, Alan, there are no easy pro fights. No. You know, like you're a pro athlete. That's like being the worst point guard in the NBA. You know what there's, I mean? Like there's, you know, you might have easier ones or guys that take it more seriously, but 
you know, you're a pro MMA fighter. Like, you're a G in my book. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're going to have easier fights to take, that, and that's, yep. But I'm going to tell you right now. Now, now he has faced that, the, the, the elite, and he's going to fucking, it was like me fighting that guy in Okaboji, Iowa. You know, the pro and heavier than me, it set me up for, to fight anybody mm-hmm. in my own weight class. I'm telling you, dude, a loss is way better, let alone one loss, two losses. I'm telling you, those three losses in my career were the best thing I've ever happened to me because, it, like, dude, you got to fucking dig deep. And mm-hmm. it, in the sport of fighting, there ain't time for fucking guys that making excuses and stuff. Like, either you got it or you don't, and it, you're going to get exposed real fast. Yeah. Like, we were, when we were at Tiger Muay Thai last year, in uh in Thailand, the MMA coach was like, you know, you're gonna have guys that do that, get the ten and zero guys, but he's like, whatever, like eventually you're gonna have to fight someone that can fight, like you know you can ride that for a while, but if you want the payday, you're gonna have to fight some bad motherfuckers. Well, you right? can't you can't jump into the UFC since 2020 like you yeah. could before 2020. I mean, truly, you can't ju- you can't just have a, an eleven and zero record. No, um, yeah. it, it not be tested. I mean, you might get on the contender series. Yeah, and you're gonna get tested there because you might find a guy that's four and two, and yeah, and that four and two guy's fucking fought. Jesus, right, like dude. Son, right, that's right. Pat, like patty caked a fucking career. Like, uh-huh. yeah, man, you, you got to get out and fight people, and that and that is like. And that's Wait. the cool part. The, the 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 levels are changing. Yeah, that's why we're relevant now because we're at the bottom level and we understand that we're fucking comfortable being there. We are the place where people get their start, right? Yeah. And and we want to give them a start in the baddest fucking environment that they can possibly be in. Yeah, I'm and, gonna tell you right now, it is a great environment. And, and so, I mean, it's just super cool to be involved in the game as the game is getting bigger because we ain't getting any smaller, motherfucker. No, I promise you that it won't. I don't. <laughs> For sure we're not. Shit, now that you got a little hog on the mic, shit. <laughs> I'm going to come with the right, dog. Let's hey, go. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Uh, Russ, one more time, break it down. Where can they find you at? Uh, MidwestChampionshipFighting.com. You can basically get to all our shit from there, I suspect. I, we're also Remain Silent. Our video production is Remain Silent MMA, uh, and that's on YouTube. We got, I think, our veterans moment. And our lighting sucks, man. We, we're, we're fixing. We got some problems to fix, and, and it's cool to to understand what we got to fix, right? Yep. Um, so uh, I apologize for that. Not really. Uh, no, but that's no, it's a really worrying. cool. I just I, and we also had a problem with uh, recording, and so we only have certain angles. But it is what it is. All that shits on uh, on our on the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's I great. Think. It's great. I, I will say this. Come March, Daddy's bringing the thunder down. Yeah. To the mic. I will bring the thunder. Uh, the only, the only, the only thing I gotta say is, I hope to God it Justin doesn't fight that time. Yeah, I, we get that. That gives me the excuse, we get that, right? We get that. But uh, other than that, you know, I'm there. I'm your boy Blue. I know. I'm your boy Blue. Guys, I can't wait to see it. Keep doing it. Keep fighting the good fight. And that being said, I ooh, I think. This Sunday, you know what I got coming in? Oh, girl fought for you guys. Uh, one of the fights. Oh, Stephanie, she was going to fight again for Stephanie you. Stephanie Klein. Yep. Yep. She's coming on the show uh, this Sunday. 
So, dude, we want to make her a staple of our show. She yeah. fought a couple times, hadn't she, Alan? She's fought for us once, and yeah, she was gonna make her pro debut this event. Yeah, she blew her like what was it MCL yeah, or something? Out like that? fighting jujitsu, that yeah. tell her I'm pissed about yeah, that. She, she be shouldn't doing... be. I mean, Gee, that's her game, dude. Yeah, that's all right, fair got. enough. I'm not pissed at her. Yeah, no, she's good. No, uh, she is good. Anyways, but that's what I got coming on the show next. Uh, guys, stay tuned. I appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, we out. Hey guys, I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you. For all your support, um, do me a favor. Check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in, ask Cody questions, all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at Gladiators Unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you.